you been doing then? Um, I'm doing all right. I've uh, spent the last like day burning the candles at both oh, ends no. and not really sleeping. So that's always been fun. So I've always been like not very partial to that phrase, like you know, burn the wick at both ends. Because yeah. it just seems like a really inefficient way of lighting a candle because you'd have to hold it. <laughs> and that's when... Just like dual lightsaber style, just casually coming towards both with a, ends. With, with a candle, yeah. It's, there's a... I get what the purpose is. Obviously, it means oh yeah, you, you you're getting just as much out of the you're getting barely as any more out of the candle, and you're wasting it twice as quick. But at the same time, that sounds like a really stupid looking candle. You get like fucking wax. I mean, I really hope nobody's actually using candles like that. <laughs> burning the wick at both ends, just Darth <laughs> Maul in these candles. What is <laughs> 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 so stupid? You're like you one step. The only way that you need to be using that is like some kind of like. Candle chicken with your mates. Oh, hold it. That's the only thing you can Wait do. For it to... Just hold it and see you like pussies out. Well, don't they use candles are used in so many bloody movies as part of montages. Like the one that always gets me is when they do press ups over the candles. Have you ever seen them that in movies? Oh, yeah. And like they lower the chest down and it's like burning the chest as they that go. That just down. seems so stupid. It's, oh, yeah. It teaches you to push yourself up. Well, no, it does. All it does is you fall over. It, you, it just fucking burns your chest. You're gonna look like the alien from Alien spit on your chest. That's just weird. It's all you're gonna do is just injure yourself. <laughs> it's so stupid. So, oh, God. hi there. Uh, welcome to. Oh, fuck, I forgot again. It's 11, isn't it? 11. Yeah, ele- episode 11 of Carl's Corner. And I'm. Don't worry, one of us keeps it. There we go. And I'm here with Lucas. Say hello, Lucas. I will not say hello. <laughs> fuck's sake, every time. <laughs> we, we set a precedent now. We have to do it. You, oh man! The thing is, if people listen to these podcasts in the very beginning, they'd find out as well to sync our audio. We do a not not joke, and I've still not thought of the ending of the not not joke. <laughs> Carl just never knows who's. No, it's just I'm knocking on your door. Like, do you know where I am? And I need all kinds of help. But just Carl is just a fan of the idea that like strangers turn up at my door every week, and I have no idea who the hell are you. The thing is, you live in a flat. If someone turned at your door, I'd be really worried. If someone turned up, at... just go through multiple ways of security and just knock. If I heard a knock at my door, I would shit my fucking pants. <laughs> One, because obviously I live in a flat, so they'd have to get through like three locked doors, like you said. And two, because for some reason, all of my house is soundproofed except for the hallway. So anything, so any time you hear something in the hallway, oh god, when no. my neighbour comes home, I can hear them walk in. But as soon as they shut the door, you can't hear anything. So that would just yeah, that would yeah. echo like someone was dropping. Just like an entire <laughs> box of cutlery or something outside my front door. So, oh no, please oh, no. stop. But no, um, how you doing, man? What have you been up to? You, so, uh, saying yeah, like burning um, with both ends, what's that about? Yeah, so like yesterday I was in work like till about 8 o'clock at night. Slinging that chicken. So yeah, slinging that chicken about. Um, work in a restaurant, not actually throwing chicken. No, you don't do that. For anyone who doesn't realise no. Um, so yeah, and then I come home, have a bit of tea and like watch an episode of 30 Rock with my girlfriend, just chill out for half an hour. So then I go straight into editing the, um, our podcast for, from last yes. week. And then halfway through doing that, there's a Nintendo Direct for Super Mario Maker 2. Oh no. 
So, of course, I drop everything. Thank, thanks for that, mate. I Nintendo Appreciate Direct. it. See you know. <laughs> Edit the podcast. I, I was like, you know what? I'll just put my computer on sleep mode. Leave that to it. I'll come back to it after this 15-minute thing. So, watch the Mario Maker Direct. And then um, go back to the PC. And, of course, my computer's updated itself while it's been <laughs> Of course sleep. it has. <laughs> and I've lost all my fucking projects so far on the edit. The Windows Classic. And I was just like, okay... Thanks for that. Thanks, Windows. Oh, man. I've had Windows and do that so it, much. So what's oh, the most yeah, inopportune then, time for you? I've like... Oh, sorry. Oh, I mean, something like that halfway through a project. Uh, just when it's like, oh, you've written an essay. Oh, I'll update now. Yeah, yeah. It happened okay. to my you mate during his dissertation. Oh, yeah. oh, it was his final dissertation. And he tried well, to do it in one <laughs> night and he was didn't save. It's like, you fucking oh, idiot. I mean, that's why you don't do a dissertation yeah, one night, guys. Exactly. Thank God for auto But yeah, so then I edit the podcast again from scratch again. And then I'm trying to make a kind of like reaction review for this Mario Maker 2 direct as oh, well. You're becoming one of those guys. So then, yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't put out anything on my channel in a while because I'm trying to do like a very highly edited video for Destiny. No. So I thought I'd try and do something a bit quicker, the- a bit more... Um, off the, court the question is though, Lucas, and just see how it goes. How long did you spend cropping around your head for the thumbnail? Are I mean, you going to be one of those guys? I, I can't use custom thumbnails yet. So, Can you, know, you not? No. Oh, do they not let you? YouTube don't let you do it until you've got a certain amount of like subscribers. Oh, do you know what they should do? They should do that, but they should limit it. And once you get to a certain number of subscribers, they should also remove it. <laughs> because it's so annoying seeing people like 18 million subs or whatever the fuck and it's just the most clickbaity thumbnail ever it's just their yeah, face it's awful it's like oh no I spent a night trapped in an Ikea and like their eyes have made slightly larger and they're screaming into the camera oh god yeah so they should put it there should be a middle oh. ground it's like the Goldilocks zone where after you've used it and you prove like I'm not just here as a troll I'm not just like making thousands I'm not uploading like illegal content or whatever and then mm. before you get to like the big dick leagues, you should just have this moment where you yeah. can use clickbait. This is how you grow. It's part <laughs> of your arsenal. But it's really, it's really bizarre to me because they won't let me have a custom um, like channel URL. So my URL is just a bunch of fucking letters. Do and I have a, ca- a custom and, and channel URL? They won't let URL? me use custom thumbnails. Like I don't even know if I have one. Oh, you'll you'll did, be. Able yeah, to but did one. I ever? You, I mean, I don't know whether you. That's do. what I mean. I don't know if I ever applied for it or not. Because obviously you've got to apply for it, haven't you? Yeah. Oh god, yeah. did I? Oh no, I do go on my channel, your channel. Uh, view as a subscriber. Is that how you do it? Yeah. Oh, oh god, I, I might so, have to get yeah. on there. I might have to do this now. <laughs> Someone might have already nicked it from me. Uh, how do I see it as a subscriber? Oh god, I don't use YouTube enough. This is my job, and I don't know what I'm doing. Oh god. Carl's just like mid-podcast doing... Going no, you know what? Why are you talking about this? I'm going to find it in the settings. I'm going to look at, I'm going to look at what it is because, oh God, if I've not done this... <laughs> so what is it? YouTube custom uh, custom URL, yeah? So, yeah, just like on your your, your settings and it should be on like, Get a custom URL for your channel. Okay, thank you. Google support. Uh, what do I do? Oh, Carl. I bet he's not done uh, it. I bet no. <laughs> oh, general! Welcome to the podcast. Have a hundred years. Have a hundred or more subscribers. Do I have a hundred? Yeah, I do. I think I think you might have done that. Have though. uploaded a photo as a channel icon. Have uploaded your channel art. Uh, oh yeah, he's done. Yeah, that. but where do I? He's definitely where do that. I do it? I think underneath it's just like a get like type in URL or something. It just says here. 
No, it doesn't tell me how to do it. It doesn't tell me where it is on the settings. Oh, no. Oh, God. No. Oh, God. I need to find, mate. We need to do this. We need to do it live. <laughs> settings. It must be here, right? Surely. No, that's on my settings for my channel. Oh, God. Create a studio. It's got to be on Create a Studio, surely. Commute channel? No. Will it be on? I have no idea. I'm not going to like Branding? It. There's a branding setting. Add a watermark. Wait, you can add a watermark to your videos? Yeah. All oh, right, fair enough. I didn't know that. Should I do that and just put a huge penis? Just put the outline of my own dong. Right, let's help Carl. <laughs> Please help me, Lucas. We'll just cut this bit out. No, no, don't cut this bit out. Keep it live. It's funny. Oh, God. This does not make an entertaining podcast. <laughs> yes, it does. Please click it. Okay, you tell me. what, what, Mate, I might right now be losing out on that valuable IP. I mean, Carl, you're the one with the, the big YouTube account. I thought you'd be the one to know I this stuff. I didn't know. Not no me one with, told like, me you can have a custom URL. I've got like one video and ten subscribers. I'm not meant to be telling you how to do. Oh, this well, I'm stuff. looking at that. I can confirm that we have zero copyright strikes and zero community guideline strikes. I never actually look at any of this stuff. Advanced, maybe it's in advanced. It does sound pretty advanced. Uh, associated website? No, no, that one. Subscribe accounts. The fuck, man. You know what we could do is later. I think we can't go. <laughs> I was just worried then, I'm like, do I have one? Because I clicked on my channel and it's like, no, it's just a, it's just bog standard. Yeah, it just says mine's uh, the thing is though, it's quite I guess it's quite memorable because it's www.youtube.com forward slash channel forward slash U C A R A dash E X O Com P I H ten D Q P I three S D W G. Oh just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? It does. Customise <laughs> channel. Maybe it's on that. Maybe I can customise my channel. Can I do this? View as yourself. No, view as a returning subscriber. This don't do anything. This don't tell me fucking anything. Carl, God damn it, you. Go to, God damn it, YouTube. Go to your advanced settings on YouTube. Go Okay, go to settings. Your channel. Help me. Help me, Lucas. Advanced settings. Advanced settings. If I go and create... A, Create a studio. It'll be in there somewhere. No, no. Click on your icon. Go to settings. Oh, click on my icon. Go to settings. And click. And then click advanced settings. Advanced settings. settings. Here we go. That. And then it should be near the top. Your custom URL. Oh, yeah. Custom URL. Eh, 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 eh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Do thought I'd be telling Fat Fiend how to run a YouTube channel. Let's have a look. <laughs> okay, so... And you know what? I'm just going to go... I would go for something stupid like Big Wangers Incorporated, but let's just go for Fact Fiend. That works, doesn't it? There we go. I mean, it's if someone hasn't stolen it. No, I hope not, because that's... Can you imagine if someone had? Like, someone else owns YouTube.com so, so, Fact Fiend. Someone did that, when I, because I didn't have a subreddit for the channel for fucking ages, and someone actually like went and made a, a subreddit for Fact Fiend. It was called like, Fact Fiend. So what I did is I made one just called it Fact Fiend Official. <laughs> and I think the guy in charge of the Fact Fiend one emailed me saying, oh, Cal, do you want, like, you know, this one? I went, no, that's not the official one. I've got the official one. Do whatever the fuck you want with that one. <laughs> and he got super salty about it. You're just the off-brand one. <laughs> he got it's really like, annoyed. It's because not I his told job him, to set up your Reddit. Because I told him that I didn't want it. And he's like... But why don't you want it? Why would you like be rude to me like that? It's like because it's the unofficial one. I've got the official one. <laughs> he got really mad. But oh man, thank you for that, Lucas, and thank you, audience, for bearing with us. I was really worried then. 
So, uh, yeah, to get back... To oh, my, to your uh, life, yeah, sorry. My life. <laughs> to uh, steer this conversation back on the road a little bit. The road bit, to Lucas. I um, So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting this um, YouTube vid done, but it was, like, maybe, like, half one, two o'clock in the morning by the time I'd, like, edited and listened to our old podcast. Well, so you had at least another two hours yet before you needed so, to like, sleep. So, like, I was then ranting about a Nintendo Direct at 2 o'clock in the morning and trying to edit it. To be fair, that doesn't sound different to what you normally do, mate. There's... I mean, normally it's like 11 o'clock at night and I'm a bit more coherent there's than more, that. There's more nights than I care to remember where we've spent like talking about Nintendo till about half one in the morning while drunk. The only difference... Oh, the only God, difference yeah, but like... this was me trying to be, um, be as, as I say, a bit more coherent and actual a bit more like critical and taking a, a bit more of a look than just drunkenly ranting about Mario. No, that'd be, I think you should drunkenly rant about Mario. I wish I could right now. <laughs> you can't. you got work later, haven't you? I have. So to be fair though as well, like, we haven't done the usual, like, what are you drinking today? I've just got a coffee because it is 11 o'clock in the morning I mean, for me and you. It is 11 o'clock in the morning. I have work later. Let's not get on drinking. There we go. I've just got... A lovely coffee with a hint of maple syrup. I think you were going to say a hint of whiskey or something. <laughs> Just Irish up that Just, coffee. You know what? Today, I've got work later. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. I've gone for half whiskey, half coffee. No, the thing is, though, what's on your mug? That's the question. It's a Tinkerbell You've mug. Got a Tinkerbell mug. Oh, fuck, man. God, yes, I do. Tinkerbell. Mine just says the word Carl on it. Because <laughs> every year, I ask, I, have the same, I ask for the same things for Christmas from my parents. From my dad, I say, take me out for a meal. And just buy me like something mm. to wear, like a t-shirt or like a pair of shoes or some sock. Right? Yeah, yeah. And my mum, I always say, get me something stupid. Um, a bottle of, get me a, something stupid, a bottle of booze and something with my name on it. And last year, she's got me a mug with Carl on it. Went, you can use it in your videos. <laughs> Thanks, mum. Sort of like a right idiot. So I stood in a mug. I stood in a videos. Sometimes a mug that just has my own name on it. It's just Carl. We know who you are. We're watching your video. <laughs> it's just, just Carl. The thing is, it doesn't beat the one uh, another friend of mine got. Where it's it's one where you can make stickers and you can put your own things on it. Like you can put oh, your own yeah, message yeah. hook. So they've just put on it. Carl loves cock. Oh, Carl loves penis. So in some <laughs> video, like that's the thing. If you watch um, the fact thing videos, just look out for the mug I'm holding in a lot of videos I, and put it in haste. I think I do remember at one point just seeing your Twitter and someone's like, well then, and just screen capped a picture of you drinking out the Carl's penis. Yeah, that's the one. If you look at the book, there's a lot of <laughs> hidden details in the videos. People don't tend to notice. Like, No, yeah, uh, I, I like I follow you on uh, Twitter and I see a lot of stuff that you just, every now and then you just, oh, here's a little secret you didn't know about this video yeah. and it's just random things that have been like edited in the background or just things that you've like picked up yeah on. we have a lot of fun with it um, the background text is the most obvious one because the background text is just it's Ooh. a word cloud uh, what Brad did originally is he went into the Fact Theme website and just got a load of my articles and copy pasted them into one of those like word cloud generators for like the most popular words used oh right one okay, of those yeah things. yeah and he said he did that, but then he had to change it because right in the middle was the word fucking massive letters. <laughs> it's my <laughs> most commonly used word. And so he did that and obviously um, stylized it a little bit. But every now and again, we just add new words in. I was going to say it, it does change every now and then or you slip something in or something. Yeah, I think uh, right. Nisha, the new editor, she put the word yeet in. And I don't know what that means, but apparently it's right behind my head in some videos. It just says yeet. It's like, okay. I don't get what it is, but I appreciate it. I, I, I mean, 
we're old men, Carl. We have no idea. We're not allowed to. Well, you know what the kids do, and it's for them, isn't it? The video. <laughs> there was loads of little things like that. I think in, um, if you zoom in as well, on the bottom of the video, you'll see generally just like all the crap that I brought with me that I've stacked up on the desk where the green screen lives. Oh, God. And you can see like the tops of bottles from previous drinking videos. So you can, <laughs> but the thing is, if you wanted to put like, you know, some, your Sherlock Holmes hat on, you could probably work out exactly when we film everything based on... Because you can sometimes well see the light coming through the window near where we film. Oh, and you can yeah, see yeah. it move across the video as, as, the, <laughs> as the video goes on. So you can see it move along the green screen as the video goes along. So you can tell... Oh, man. So you just like, slowly work out what time of day each video And how long shot. it took me to do a particular line or how much was cut yeah, out. Yeah. Because you'll just see like the light just jump across. And I think in some videos, <laughs> I tell Brad to flip it. So my tattoo's on the other side. Oh, nice. And people get really weirded out about that one. Because <laughs> the, the tattoo's on the other side. Um, I think, it's like, oh, what's going on? I think some videos, we just like randomly bring in new people. Well, that tends to get noticed a lot more. Like, what do you mean you bring in new we people? We bring in people. Like, just in the background? Yeah, we don't even tell them to do anything. They sit in the background and just laugh every now and again. <laughs> so what you do is like, it picks up over the mic slightly, so it sounds like there's a third or fourth person in the room that we never acknowledge. Oh, that gosh. really annoys people as well. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, because that's the type of thing that you will just never really know is happening, but you'll hear that something is slightly different. Yeah. And if it's never mentioned, it will just really bug you. And the fact that we never acknowledge it also, apparently, people get right, really frustrated about that. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, was there something of the person in this video? No. <laughs> no, there was. Why do you say? <laughs> Why would you say that? Because it sounded like there were 12 small children giggling along the entire time. Oh, I think the best one is we were recording a video once. Like, this. this highlights like how much people watch my content compared to like you know I do because mm. I watch it once when it goes up and that's it but um yeah, yeah I we once had a video where you know our mutual friend Chris oh yeah like, he came he popped his head around the door at the beginning of one video and said something like, oh um, oh sorry I didn't realize you're filming and walked out and that was the introduction <laughs> Chris appeared with me with me in one stream like a year prior when I was drunk yeah where about like 30 people watched it and one of the comments said, oh, it's nice to see Chris is still hanging around with you guys. It's like, wait, what? What? <laughs> they recognised his voice. That's really creepy. Exactly. Oh. They recognised his voice from a year earlier. Off, oh, off no. camera, when he wasn't even speaking to a microphone. Oh, God, that's so weird. It reminds you a lot. Have you ever heard the stories about like, um, like YouTubers who had people knock on their door because they filmed a video? Like out in their hallway at student halls, and people recognise oh, the carpet. Oh God, no! That's a famous one. I don't know who it was. Oh, I did that's... that. <laughs> but there was like one YouTuber one time. It was like, oh yeah, I filmed a video in my halls. Someone recognised the make of carpet and tracked it down to where I lived and knocked on my front door. That is so creepy. Oh, yeah, that's why I said if oh, I ever. Man. Why do you think I said earlier if someone knocked on my front door, I shit myself. Yeah, I mean, you would, but like. That that's the kind of scary thing is like fair enough like that that case is probably just I live in the same building and I can track him down. No, no, creepy as fuck. But like when this this day and age, if someone wants to find out where you live and they're that determined, they can probably fucking. And do that's it. That's, the, that's the worrying part as well because there's yeah. nothing I could do to stop it. It's like they, they're going to no, exactly. But yeah, I just, thought I was just, quite... just find a mansion in Sheffield and you'll stop. find Carl. Will you stop this fucking lie, <laughs> this giant lie that I own some sort of palatial pimp YouTube mansion? 
<laughs> What's this about? Where did this lie come from, Lucas? You were in my house. It's not a lie, girl. You spent all of last week's podcast complaining about the fact sleeping on my floor hurt your back. <laughs> yeah, because he's willing to pay for a mansion, but not a second bed. <laughs> this is it's one of those famous one-bedroom mansions that you hear so much about. <laughs> oh, man. Let's bring it back to the Christmas thing, or like the mug thing. Like, are you like me, as, as you got older... You just really start to be like, yeah, I, can't, I like mugs now. Mugs are really that. Na- I mean, mugs and glasses yeah. are a problem in our flat. Like, did, but did you? Me and my girlfriend have. We have one cupboard dedicated entirely to like mugs and glasses, as you might expect. So we've got a shelf full of mugs, a shelf full of like um, tall glasses and stuff, and then a shelf full of wine glasses. On top of that, <laughs> we also have a cupboard for like. The, the relegation mug and glass cupboard for the ones that didn't make it into the grade A <laughs> the, the one, cupboard. The ones that didn't make it, that didn't make the cut, they're the B team. Basically, the B team of my mug and glasses are in a separate cupboard. For parties and stuff. And, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, we don't even trust people to use our mugs and yeah, glasses. Yeah, I was about to say. plastic cups anyway. You're not going to mention... So, for not... two people, we have, like... About 40 mugs and glasses between us. Like, mugs, 40 mugs and 40 glasses. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not going to mention the fact as well, like, some of these glasses and mugs, people aren't allowed to use. I've been to your house, and I went <laughs> to just like, as you do, get like a glass of water in the morning, and your girlfriend came in and looked me dead in the eye and went, put that glass down. Like, what? <laughs> and it's like, your, it's like a glass with stitch on it or something. She went, no, that, yeah. that's not, that's Lucas's glass. Nobody uses it. But I thought she was being sarcastic, so I just drank no. out of it slowly while looking <laughs> at her. And she went, no, seriously, put it down. Okay, then. It's just like, no, Carl, open the bee cupboard. You can use one <laughs> of those. Get, get the one with the... Don't drink out of the stitch glass. Go drink out of the glass with, like, the racist ravens on it from Dumbo or something. <laughs> because all your stuff's Disney, isn't it? So I'm just imagining, like, um, the hierarchy of Disney most products. Most of it is, like, yeah, Disney. Because it's, like, obviously, the upper echelons, you've got, like, you've got your Stitch glasses, you've got your Toy Story, you've got, like, your Tinkerbell. Like, so, who are no, the no, be- no, what it is, is, like, we've got lots of uh, Disney stuff, but, like, my favourite Disney stuff is, like, Lilo and Stitch and Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. and her favourite is Alice in Wonderland. So, like, anything with those brandings on, it's just, like... Nope. Please don't. You don't use that shit. Well, I'm the same you way. I've got this mug in my house that I've had for like 20 years now. My granddad got me it, and obviously he's, he's oh, passed yeah, yeah. on now, and it says on it, I'm Carl, and I'm a little monster. And I've had that <laughs> mug for so many years because oh, it's the first thing I ever got with my name on it where the name's spelled with a K. And oh, okay. every other time I got something I know it had a C on it, so I really like that little mug. And I've always said, if that mug broke, if, that, if I dropped that mug or someone used it and broke it, I would cry. Like, but I mean, your name is your birth name was spelt with a K. Yes, correct? that's the one. Yeah, it's just. But everyone goes, "Oh, it's Carl with a C." It's yeah. not. But just, that little mug, if that bro, I would, I would shed some like big salty man tears. I would not be happy. I mean, that is definitely the mug I'm using next. No, time. please don't do that. <laughs> please no. don't. With the glasses, I uh, went out and bought a bunch of Dragon Ball tumblers. So I'm like, you know what? When I first moved into my flat, I bought all nice stuff. Went, this is really boring. It's really boring yeah. drinking out of a plain mug. I feel like really I feel is. like I work in a fucking office. So I went out and I got some uh, like I got some Dragon Ball glasses and there's the Goku glass and there's the freezer glass. It's like yeah. Oh, and yeah. you can judge people with they I pick. still do love um your mug though that is the Goku mug. And it's um, as you, pour, hot as water you in. pour like hot drink into the Goku mug, 
his power level rises as like his KOK. Yeah, he does KOK. Activate. My friend, like, he had a drink out of that the other day, but he only put half a copy in it, so it only powered up halfway. <laughs> anyway, Goku can't be asked today. He's just Kaioken times <laughs> one. Uh... Kaioken one. So that's just the same. <laughs> oh, about point five Kaioken. Oh, but I fucking I love mugs so much, and I get annoyed now that the only time I get new mugs is at Easter. When people buy me Easter eggs that oh, come with mugs. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't eat chocolate that much anymore. So I get them just for the mug. I don't know if that's like just a specific like English it thing. It might be, yeah. But yeah, basically any time you get an Easter egg that's like one of the bigger Easter eggs, the thing that has to come with is it, a mug. apart from the chocolate, is a mug. Yeah, it's so good. Just a branded mug. It's so strange. And everyone has one as well. Like every student flat had like the yeah. Aero mug. Because you can buy, like, a a mug and chocolate for cheaper than you can buy most mugs. Yeah, and for most That's big bits of chocolate. It. It's great. It's like every house, like every student house in the UK had a mug from Sports Direct. And, <laughs> I, and I never figured out where they came from. I don't know. Because they don't actually sell them in Sports Direct. <laughs> well, they didn't no. originally. They do now because they've like become a meme. But every yeah, student yeah. house just had this inexplicable, just student See, the person I knew mug. with one worked there. Oh, right. But okay. I don't think every single flat in the UK. In England has had someone that's worked for sports it's like direct. every flat I went into as a student, for a, it was always a sports fucking direct mug on someone's desk, usually with a, like, a few dregs of tea left in bottom from their morning. Yeah, a bit of like a like biscuit residue in there. It's like, where do these fucking things come from? It's so weird. <laughs> just, there's just mugs fucking everywhere, They're just man. sold with the flats. <laughs> what? They, sports direct don't sell them. That's what got me. Where did they come from? They're just like, they just spring up like bloody daffodils in after a rain or some shit. Just when, when students go to a flat, just mugs, like specifically sports direct Do you reckon it's just mugs. like Sports Direct standing there at like a freshers fair, just handing it out It might mugs. be, but I just never figured it out. And it's one of those things <laughs> when I point it out to people, they go, yeah, there was a lot of Sports Direct mugs in university, yeah, but I never remember anyone buying really one. Was. No, it's really bizarre thing. Just there's always like those couple of things in almost every single student flight in England, and yeah, yeah, that was one. Of what them. are what are the things? It's like it's the Sports Direct mug. It's I mean, there's the stolen like traffic cones and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we had that. Okay, what did you have in your flat? Because I think I can top it. Because this might be an American tradition as well, like the traffic cone, like stealing when you're a yeah, student yeah, getting yeah. a traffic cone, but. What like piece um, of signage or like you know equipment did you have in your house? We had like half a stop sign in ours. Half a stop sign. Okay, well, we had a diversion sign from the motorway. Oh, like, right. Yeah. Someone <laughs> in our flat block went to the fucking motorway <laughs> and walked up and stole a diversion sign, and we had it. But the annoying thing was when we moved out of the flat at the end of the year, we had to get rid of it. Yeah. But where the fuck do you put it? Right, obviously getting caught because obviously that's, it's a crime to take these things. Just- no, no, all you need to do is buy a high-vis jacket and just walk out <laughs> confidently. So, just put it back on the motorway so, where there's not a diversion. But what we ended up doing is we decided, like, oh, the best way you do it is just put it in the elevator and then send it to the top floor and just wait. Because eventually, <laughs> someone will be stupid enough to take it thinking it's funny, yeah. and then it's their problem, and it stayed yeah. in the elevator for about two weeks. Oh, God. <laughs> just every time you're down the elevator. Just a div- I thought that I'd be gone within, like, half an no, hour. No, it's like diversion science. You just look and go... Fucking idiots, eh? Just point it and go, people are stupid. I can't believe someone did that. And you just like go, oh, and walk out. And then you find the one guy that opens it up and goes, yes, this is mine. <laughs> this is mine. I'm going to put this on my bedroom wall. 
So that's what we did at house parties. We used to like block off um, people's bedrooms at house parties. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone I went to a house party, um, flat party. They had like um, the proper, like big plastic barricades, like the red and white ones. Oh yeah, we had one of them in my. They had ones. two of those. And every time someone would go to the toilet, you'd see just people scramble to try and move them in front of the toilet so they couldn't get back out. Yeah, I ended up with one of them in my flat by accident. Um, How'd you get one by accident? Because uh, I met a girl at a club and went home with her and immediately started regretting it when she started dragging one of those barriers all the way back to my flat. Oh, God, no. She dragged it into my flat, left it in my front room threw up everywhere and then pulled my fish out of its tank with her bare hands and went, animals love oh me. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. So I put her on my sofa, went to bed and then kicked her out in the fucking morning. And I, yeah, I'm like, what do I do with this fucking barricade? <laughs> so it wasn't me, but I looked outside yeah. and there was workmen looking around for it. So I had well, to, now it's your responsibility. So I had to wait tonight, until the night time to try and get rid of it. Thinking, okay, when it gets to night time, I'll go out and put it back. But when it was night time and went back outside, they replaced it with another one. Oh, no. So I had to, like, shimmy it in, open up, because these barricades, (laughs) they connect together. So I unconnected it and then kind of jiggered the shape a little bit to put it in so it was all wonky and then just ran back inside. That was was the worst fucking night ever because I woke up in the morning and went, oh, I'm so fucking glad. That she's got. That was a mistake. Never again. Yeah. And I went into my kitchen to get a cup of tea as a fucking barricade. So, oh, fuck's <laughs> sake. I forgot about this thing. Oh, god damn it. How am I going to get rid of this piece of shit? Oh, just like My housemate came down and uh, he, he walked up to me and went, he just looked at it, sighed, got a cup of tea and went to work. And it's like, oh. I love how that's just a, oh, yeah. Okay. It's like, oh, cause, uh, this happened. You heard what I was doing. He's like, I, I knew you were in last night, mate. <laughs> Fucking mate, don't ever bring her back. The thing is, that I think I bumped into her again. Uh, but no, I didn't see her, but I saw her at the corner of my eye at the same club like a couple of weeks later. She was getting oh, chatted yeah, up course. by three guys at once. And I just went into his ear and went, oh, mate, God. trust me, it's not fucking worth it. <laughs> don't do and it. And I waited like 10 minutes later, I saw her and all three guys had gone to the smokers area. Oh, and the dude just stood on her own looking for her. I was like, whew, I've just saved some other poor guy from waking <laughs> up and finding a fucking barricade in his bedroom and just fish everywhere that was the worst bit that's why I got annoyed yeah that, that's not shoved her hand straight into the fish tank and like, you're not supposed to touch fish with your bare hands no no because they're covered in like some sort of slime that protects them and when you pull it off obviously it can kill them so I was really annoyed she's like why are you being so annoyed it's just a fish it's like well, it's my fucking fish in it yeah it's an animal it's a living creature that I've taken responsibility for it's like someone coming up and just like Throwing your dog about and being like, well, it's only a dog. It's only a dog, in it. Oh, man. I used to love that flat, though, because that's where the Care Bear came from, if we're talking about, like, student houses and um, flat parties. Oh, God, Do you yeah, remember yeah. the Care Bear? I do remember the People Care don't Bear. know the Care Bears. I used to have a lot of um, house parties and stuff, and I used to get really annoyed when people would come in, get too drunk, and then obviously I'd just sit on the bathroom floor, just like, you yeah, know, vomit, just like vomiting up the guts or whatever. Go into, like, look after me mode. So what I did is I bought a, um, a glass bottle shaped like a bear. And I filled it with water. <laughs> and it lived in my fridge, so it was always ice cold. And whenever someone was ill or and they needed to drink or they were gurning too much, I'd tell them, look, tell me you need the Care Bear. And it's like, yep. like Carl, and it's just like, I need the yeah. Care Bear. And I go give them the bottle of water. <laughs> and that would... I mean, 
We've all been there, Carl. Me and you have both needed the Care Bear back in the day. Oh, yeah, the Care The thing it's... is, though, that saved me. Like, do you only come in for a night out? And it's yeah. like, I just need cold water right now. And now I'm older, oh, yeah. I'm smart enough to realise, always keep a couple of bottles of water in my fridge at all times. Mm-hmm. Just because sometimes... It's, oh, it's so satisfying when you, like, just get, like, come back. You're, you're a bit too drunk, you're a bit dehydrated, and you're just like, you know what? Just let's down an entire fresh bottle of just yeah. cold Always water. keep a bottle of water in your fridge, folks. This is like pro tips. But when you're a student, you don't give a fuck, do you? And you come in, nope. and if you want a cold drink, your choices are like bollock warm tap water out of a glass that probably had like vodka in it three hours earlier. <laughs> maybe some Coca Cola that's left over. Or maybe. Or, or maybe like some like crappy mixer that you haven't drank. Yeah, or a bottle of beer or something like that, but ice cold water coming in and I look at the fridge yeah. and obviously Joe, the light of a fridge comes on. And it's, <laughs> it's the middle of the night, it's like two o'clock in the morning sometime and you look and this, your fridge light comes on and it just highlights the bear. And the bear is glowing oh. like some sort of just like God figure. And it's like, oh my God, <laughs> thank you. And I'm just you grab it and it's ice cold and you open up the top and it makes that satisfying bottle pop like... Noise. Yeah, and with it being a glass bottle as well, yeah, it was just so refreshing. And as you pour it as well, you get that glug, 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 glug. It's, oh, thank you, Bear. This is the best. He truly did look after the best. And then you fill it and then you fill it with water again. You put it back in the fridge and he's like, I'm, I'm here when you need me, Cal. Don't worry. In the morning, <laughs> when you feel rough as fuck, Care Bear is here. Yep. Oh, man, the Care Bear. What? Oh, that. So, I'm sorry, what I've got another, uh, another little story to tell about uh, student flats. Oh, oh, God. So, uh, I remember when I moved in, I moved into my flat um, when I went to the halls and it was just like, you know, six people in the flat and didn't know any of them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the usual. I move in the first weekend we were allowed out of two and apparently in my flat, I was the only one to make that decision. (laughs) So for the first week, I, I mean, fair play, I got the pick of all the cupboards and the fridge space and all that. Yeah. That's a good As sign. As is your right. But I was on my own completely for a week in a city I didn't know. Ah. So I was like, oh, this is a bit awkward. But my neighbour from like when I was growing up happened to live in the same city. So messaged him and was like, oh, let, let's like meet up for a drink or something. So he was like, oh, yeah, come and see my, my student halls. So I go over to his and he's like, oh, yeah, this is like the biggest student halls. And I was living like a really small one, hadn't really seen anyone yet. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's good fun. And then we walk into his block, press the button on the elevator. Lo and behold, what opens up? Just the doors open. You see a trolley, shopping cart. Oh, I've got a similar and story. There is, just, there is just a girl... <laughs> Start bollock naked. Oh, your story With her legs and arms spayed over the fucking chopping car. Just legs akimbo. And she's just out of her mind, like, uh... Just all, all that God gave her, just on display. <laughs> make, make it, make, and then make it you, look at the, you look at, like, the buttons on the elevator, and they just pressed every single floor, <laughs> and just sent this poor girl up. See, the, it's, up it's, it sounds bad to laugh, but that student, like... There were so many stories I have like that. Because the exact, like, I have a similar story. My very first day in my student flats. Actually, no, it wasn't my first day in my student flats. It was like the first day I started uni. So I was there for like two oh, days. Yeah, yeah. And I, started, I went for my induction. Um, I went to open the flat and the doors opened and it was Adam, my friend Adam. I've talked oh, about on the channel before. Just yeah. in a fucking shopping trolley going, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> 
because we didn't know we were going what? to the same uni. I've told that story on a podcast oh, really? before, so I won't go into it. But I just remember like, yeah. God, so just randomly, like shopping trolleys in elevators is a huge thing. I don't get it. Yeah, like, I mean, that was another one of those things, you know, quite easy to steal a shopping cart. So students always ended up with them. But apparently putting people in elevators was just a thing to do. Oh, yeah. There's loads of stuff like that. I think, did you ever go to like the huge block parties? Like, do you know the student blocks? They just had like one oh, giant no, no. ass party. I didn't do that. And there was always the. I mean, to be fair, like our building did kind of have one, but it was like 13 flats and only half the people showed up. So, like, wasn't that many people. No, no, we arranged one on our own. Because uh, I went to one with uh, like my mate's flat had helped arrange. And it was all like it was good. So obviously, it was loads of booze. Like people open up all their windows and put all their speakers yeah, on, yeah. and they all play. And they all have like one playlist put on. So it's really <laughs> fucking cool. And then you always had the fucking legends who somehow managed to get the sofa from their flat downstairs. Oh, and God. they were the fucking and you know what they were the kings <laughs> because they got to sit on the sofa and they got yeah. the pick of all the women or men they wanted. <laughs> obviously, everyone wants to sit down on a sofa. Yeah, exactly. It's just one of those things that's like, oh, spend 20 quid, just get like a crate of beer, dump it into these various ice buckets you've got knocking about and just go ham. They were fucking great. Oh, man. So obviously, that's a moment that you can, you know only, what you can, doing. You can only do that as a student as well. So if I try to do oh, that okay. now as a man in his almost 30s, people are like, oh, Carl. don't say that, Carl. <laughs> it's true though, Lucas. No, it's not. So if we try to do that, I feel like that's just weird and like, it's that um, American Pie moment of like you're trying too hard to grasp onto your youth, like the the world's oh, God, end, yeah, the yeah. Gary King. You're grasping no, at your you youth too much, cards. Like accept that you're old now. Accept it. It's too... It just becomes sad if you keep trying to stay here. But I'm glad that I had that experience. But it's the fact that some guy went to the effort of bringing his entire fucking self <laughs> down. It's like you know what? You deserve to sit there like a Japanese I mean, yeah. mob boss. But the question is, Carl. After he's had a crate of beer, and then he's got to look at oh, putting the sofa back in his stayed there, apparently, for like two or three weeks. Oh, God. Like they stayed there, because obviously the party went on for a couple of weeks. Not a couple of weeks, but a couple of days, like the weekend. Yeah, yeah. So it'd always happen on like a four-day bank holiday weekend. And you just go uh, on, you'd be like, okay. you drop in, you drop out for the next couple of days. And then, obviously, yeah, people yeah. filter out by like Tuesday for uni and stuff. But, oh, man. So I had a few packs, but I always remember, did you have the friend, or were you the friend, who threw the really extravagant ones? Oh, I was definitely not the friend. Okay, because I had a mate once who did the a full Hawaiian theme, and like he would, he was the guy, like the Poundland master, because he oh, go up and he would decorate his flat for every fucking event. It's like he did a Hawaiian <laughs> one once, and he yeah, walked into his yeah. flat and his entire flat had been turned into fucking tropical paradise. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and obviously we've all got to wear like shit Hawaiian shirts to turn up, and he did it every time. His Halloween parties were like full of skeletons. He always made like special yeah, drinks yeah. and stuff like that. The guy was a fucking Dot of those kind of things. Me and my flat one year, uh, we did do a Halloween party, and like me and one of the girl, we did go out and buy some like decorations and like fake spiderwebs and skeletons and banners and stuff like that. And then the half of the flat that convinced us to have this Halloween party did. didn't even fancy dress. <laughs> oh my! And they were just out in their like clubbing clothes, and we were just like. Um, what? Yeah. Sorry. Do you remember the Di- meant to be Halloween? Do you remember the Disney party we did once in the huge oh, house yeah, I yeah. used to live at? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, because we like so we should probably set the scene here. Um, I used to live in, and I think Lucas, you lived in it as well after me, didn't you? You moved in after. I lived in it the year after you. Yeah. The house was so good. It was a ten-bedroom house that had a double basement that was basically oh, yeah. 
kitchens and it had five fridges. Two giant kitchens, a room for all the fridge and freezers. Yeah, it had a room dedicated. It was just a room. It's like, where'd, where'd you put your beer? Oh, in the fridge room. What do you mean? You walk in, five fridges <laughs> just stood around like sentinels in a Final Fantasy game. You're supposed to pray to for an upgrade. Oh, that was beautiful. And then obviously outside, it was like a, a little stony patio area, Oh, next to which was the river. So yeah, it was for a giant, like, eight foot wall that you. So it blocked off the view of the river. Yeah, you couldn't see the river. But Do you know what, though? I was that glad. was yeah. necessary because otherwise, at times, it would just flood. Yeah, the river flooded. But we had a really good party. It was um, a Disney themed yeah. one. And it, oh, it was really good. And we went to the effort of um, everyone had to patch or, like, you know, call dibs on their own Disney character. So we wouldn't have multiples. Yeah, so everyone didn't turn up as the same people. Yeah. yeah. And what did you end up going as again? No, no I remember you went as um, Fix It Felix. I did. I even, for the only time in the past, um, yeah. let's see, the past 11 years, that was the only time I've had a natural hair colour. And you shaved. People didn't, and I shaved. People didn't recognise you. fresh shaved. Describe yourself yeah. to like, the people now, Lucas. Like, let them know. So, I've got, like, ginger beard. Yep. Um, full ginger beard. I've got, yeah, full ginger beard. Think Thor um, when he lets himself go. Like, you know... Sides and back of my hair are ginger, and then the top is always like crazy different colours and stuff. Interchangeable. And um, yeah, even to the point where I showed my girlfriend, who I wasn't with at the time, a picture of what I looked like as Fix It Felix, and she doesn't believe that it's the same person. Yeah, it was so different. Because I remember turning up and seeing you, and you came up and said hello, and I'm like, hi? Who the fuck and are you? And you went, Carl, it's Lucas. And, oh my God, you look so different. So the, <laughs> I went for the most obscure one, but it was the one that allowed me to basically skirt around not actually having to buy a costume. Because I I mean, but you probably put more effort in than half of the people in the end. Yes, I went as Paperman, who is, it's what sh- it's the short before which film was it? Was it Wreck-It Ralph? It was potentially Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. It's yeah. The short it a... was one of the shorts before one of the Disney movies. Yeah, it's, I can't quite it's a remember. black and white film, or a black and white short animated film about a guy who just like makes paper airplanes. So I just got, just like, gra- yeah, yeah, I got grey face paint, I got grey hair stuff, coloured myself in, wore black trousers, black shoes, a white shirt, a grey tie, made myself grey, and then hold a stack of paper. Yeah, and, just... and it was just that moment of like, Carl coming up to me and Charlie and being like, guys... I can't quite get everywhere. I need your help. Yeah, please. <laughs> just grey me up. Just grey me up, boys. And I just walked around with a stack of paper, just throwing paper airplanes at people. And uh, to to finish off the trifecta, we had Charlie as Wreck-It Ralph as well. <laughs> I'm like, Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> I'm going to fucking wreck it. Oh, man. The <laughs> thing is, though, I'm trying to remember who was the one who came... There was a really stupid costume someone made. I forget what it was. We won't say the name, but what was the costume they did? I cannot remember which costume. Didn't someone come as like Rafiki? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone came as Rafiki. And they just like covered themselves in like bin liners. (laughs) Yeah, just painted their face blue. It's like you are not going to get into any nightclubs tonight, mate. I'm just going to be honest with you. And quite a few of us didn't get into the nightclubs. Oh no, we didn't. No, we all got kicked out. It's hilarious. Oh man, it's just a silly little uh, thing though. Like sometimes I I miss university for stuff like that. I miss like the themed parties or. Just bike spin. You miss the highlights, but then you remember what living as a student is actually yeah, like. Wake, you go, nah, fuck that. Dude. Waking up the next day and trying to get a cup of tea, and your entire kitchen is just covered in fucking dust and just yeah. crap from the night before. Like going, waking up and realise that like someone's stolen your milk and replaced it with piss. 
It's just not fun. It's just not good. People used to steal my milk all the time. I hated that shit. But yeah, that flat was really good for me. But I remember because I was working at the time and I worked nights. Yeah. So yeah. I'd come, I, I'd come in after nights and they'd just find me collapse on one of the sofas. It's <laughs> like completely just zonked out. But I sleep in the fetal position. Yeah. So they come in and it looked like I was just crying. Because they turn the light on, on to, wa- to watch TV or something, and they see me in the fetal position on the sofa at like three in the morning. And it's like, oh no, I just finished work, and I thought I'd sit down with a drink. And it's like, where's the drink? And it's just spilled all over my chest. I'm like, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's so bad. No. The classic. Oh man, the Carl classic, man. That house was great. Was nice. I think I had the top floor, and there was like a, yeah. um, a servant's hatch, I think maybe, or similar to. Um, the serving hatches having kitchens, but on the floor, into Char- oh, yeah, into yeah. like Charlie's bedroom, and it was where oh, he put God, yeah. where he put his PC. So every now and again, I just pop my head through and just go, "Hey Charlie, do you want a cup of tea?" <laughs> and he'd be like, "All right, mate," because I had a kettle in my room. Yeah, he was like foot walking down five flights of stairs to get a cup of tea. Oh God, yeah, that was horrible. <sighs> just like the actual effort to go down to the kitchen. Yeah, it was just like, right, I'm making the trip for the day. What do we need? <laughs> Get the supplies. It was like just stopping at the top of the stairs. I'll make base camp here. Try for, <laughs> try for summit in the morning. It's too much. I can't handle it. Although it was nice to have like a room with like four, like a house like fourteen showers. Oh yeah, it was like, it was li- it was like living in a fucking hotel. It was so weird that place. And then um, the the year that I moved in, we they were getting rid of a couple of um, mattresses because we had like a second living room that got unused. Oh yes, and then. They were like, right, we're clearing out this room because it's all just full of junk. Um, anything that you want, take out of it now. And we went, oh, God, those are the spare mattresses for when we have visitors. What do we do? So then me and Charlie get these mattresses, drag them up like two flights of stairs to my bedroom. Oh, yeah. And then I just lived the entire year with three mattresses on my bed. <laughs> just princess and the peeing it. No one can... St- I remember, though, sitting on the edge of that bed, because you see it, and you, your first thought is, that looks really comfy. So I thought, yep. the first thing I did, I saw that, like, the triple bed, the creation of, like, you know, just this monstrosity of a sleeping arrangement. Cloud. Go and sleep on... Like, go and sit on the edge and just fall off like a jackass. <laughs> You had to have, like, perfect balance. There'd be time when there'd be, like, four of us just sitting on there playing games, and if one person got off for the toilet... That's it. Just the equilibrium was gone. It's that's, it just fell. That's it. Just the entire structure collapses. <laughs> it's held together by just, like, a combination of just hope and just <laughs> the miracle of just all sitting in the corner at the exact same time. Yeah. I have no idea how you slept on that thing. It looks so dangerous. Oh, it was glorious, but I was afraid to fall. Of course you would be. If you <laughs> fell, you die. I was so worried, but the fact that you had a triple bed for like a year, and then oh, it was it was beautiful. It reminds me, just um, I think when I moved into my flat one, a house I moved into once, where it didn't have a fucking bed. The guy what? told the guy told me when I moved in, it's like, oh, here's your, this will be my bedroom. Can you put a bed in it? He went, yeah, I'll put a bed in it. There'll be a bed in it when you move in. I moved in. There's no bed. Call him up. <laughs> Mate, there's no bed. He goes, oh yeah, it's on order. Well, I don't care if it's on order. What am I supposed to do in the meantime? Sleep on the sofa. No. Oh, mate. Because the sofa's not been cleaned yet. Like, it's one of those... I'd say, oh, if you God. went up and go, if you slapped it, you'd get like, yeah. the, the dust cloud. Yeah, So I'm exactly. not sleeping on that, because I'll wake up tomorrow with asthma. I'm not having... <laughs> <laughs> so what I had to do is I had to um, get a quilt, lie the quilt down to make like a makeshift bed... 
and then put pillows on top of it to try and sleep oh, on that. No. But it was a hardwood floor and it wasn't even. Did he like reduce your rent for the month or something? No, no, I just didn't have a bed. Oh, God. The, the worst bit is as well, the bed frame arrived before the mattress. <laughs> so I had a bed but no mattress, so I still had to sleep on the floor. Oh. So came How long from, did you go without a bed? Like four or five days. Oh, no. It was really bad. Because I didn't have a, I had no furniture either, so my TV was on the floor. <laughs> it was super annoying. But Joe, if you're lying in bed, imagine like, like everyone now, try and imagine lying down. And then imagine trying to look down at the TV when, like, yeah, you know, just yeah. the shape of your own body is covering it. So I couldn't, no, yeah, wa- I like, couldn't watch TV. I mean, when I have a, had um, a TV in my bedroom, it's just annoying when the TV stand is a little bit lower than the bed. Oh, fuck Let that. alone when you don't have the TV stand there at all. And, like, your feet or something like that always cover the bottom of the screen. Yeah. And you can't do it. And oh, you've man. got to sit up slightly just to enjoy it. Yeah. You can't lie down it's, and watch. It's so bullshit. It's so bullshit, man. I it can't is stand true it. first world problem. <laughs> have you ever had it, though, where you try to watch TV if you've got, like... Well, you've you got your girlfriend now, right? but you've got someone in the bed with you, and then you can't see because they roll over and want to give you a hug. <laughs> and you end up like, you're like, it's nice. It's nice to spend time as a couple. It's nice to cuddle, but I'm kind of missing the end of this episode of CSI Miami Love. Oh, uh, like, so you know, I, my, my thing when I'm like, if I'm putting on something in bed, it's something I've seen like 20 times before, and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to chill out. And just let it kind of zone out. Yeah, I have it as background noise to help me sleep. It's basically whale yeah, noises yeah. at this point. It's the same yep. thing as people listen to white noise and shit like that. But oh, well, speaking of that, though, I need to ask because I didn't—I've not checked the description yet. What did your girlfriend say in response to the line about the headphones? So people, oh, well, uh, so people who listen to me, yeah, yeah. So it's going up like after I record this. In which case, so basically, set I mean, the scene for people you, who didn't listen last week or maybe not all the way through it yet. Yeah, I was going to say if you if you don't know, um, last week we were talking about some. Uh, just ridiculous article of like how to chat girls when they're wearing headphones. <laughs> and the answer is don't. The answer just, is don't. Just don't. And I asked Lucas, like, ask your girlfriend, like, go through this article with her and see what she would say to a man who used this technique. And what was her response? So, I mean, her first response was, I mean, no. <laughs> you need to stop no, talking don't to do it. Just the initial response was just, do not stop me in the street if I've got headphones. Just a, resa- a resounding no and advice for any man who might be like listening. Just and don't also, do this. don't make a joke about her listening to heavy metal. <laughs> because Jedda fucking loves heavy metal. Yeah, it's, it's just the thing of it. Like, oh yeah, this will really endear this stranger to me. Proving yeah. that I just automatically dislike things that I don't like. I automatically dislike things that aren't in line with my own personality. It's like, yeah, oh, God. I can't wait to have a conversation with this person, a person who immediately writes off an entire <laughs> genre of music has been bad. And then also assumes, I think it puts in the article, like, it will probably be some pop music that she listens to. Yeah, yeah. Women love it when you make assumptions about them. <laughs> There's nothing that people love more than just making, like, you know, snap judgments based on the way they dress and stuff like that. People fucking love that shit. It's great. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. So basically, the overall complete resounding was just a lot of nose and shaking her head. <laughs> I think the shaking of the head does it better. <laughs> I think if you go up and you ask this, her, she just looks at you for like a straight five seconds and just shakes her head slowly and leaves the room. It's like, that is the response <laughs> you want. 
<laughs> so I was looking forward to that. I'm like, I really want to know what the answer is, and I never got it off yet. So I thought I'd ask in the podcast today. Yeah. Oh, man. And I will, I will uh, throw it up in the description for last pe- last week's people as well. Oh, just, yeah, he just looked at you and just went, no. <laughs> just immediately. I don't think I've really seen more of a resounding no for just, our entire relationship. It's just so fucking bad. <laughs> oh, but moving swiftly on. Is that your week then, mate? Like, the, um, the roundabout. Oh, I mean, yeah. Burning the wick at both ends. Still talking about my week. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah, we just went on so, a, it was garden path answer. Don't know whether um, you've seen it or not, but did go to see Detective Pikachu. I have not seen Detective Pikachu. I've heard. Oh. Like, I've heard it's good, but the one thing, like, the one takeaway I've had so far is Pikachu is so fucking fuzzy. Oh, he, God, he yeah. looks so fuzzy. I want to, like, pet Pikachu. I want to cuddle him. Yeah, he looks so, so fucking fuzzy. Yeah. Why and is he so fuzzy? I will say, you know, given kind of a non-spoiler, very top-level review is kind of... It's a kid's movie, and it's kind of predictable plot, but it's got so much, like, character to it. And Ryan Reynolds is a really good yeah. little Detective Pikachu. The only... It's yeah. Oh, very, ahead. very fun to just see all these Pokemon. Yeah, the only... The only th- qu- question I have about it is, do they play the original theme song from the show? And I've heard they do. Uh, they don't play it. But they have it in the but background. But it is in there somewhere. Do they have a not that? Because that's what you want. I'm not going like to ruin it because it's a good yeah. moment. I've heard that. But exact, it is in there somewhere. Yeah, that exact piece of feedback is, it's in there. I'm not going to spoil it, which means, for yeah. me, says, like, that's all I really need to know because that says the source material is one being acknowledged and two being respected. Because it is definitely yeah. There's such an, a direct comparison between Detective Pikachu and Sonic. Oh god, they yeah, were, yeah. Like, because they are two movies based on video games, and the response to them could not be more this like, directly is, opposed. So the big problem that people had with. The Sonic is that they wanted to change Sonic to how they see fit. It's his teeth. Whereas he's got teeth. Yeah, it's the, the teeth. teeth and like the onesie looking body and just yeah, very strange. But you never really find that they've changed any of the actual designs to the Pokemon. Yeah, that's they've what I've heard. got a, a, an interesting art style where some Pokemon like Lickitung and Ludicolo look a bit disturbing, as you've seen in the trailer. Well, the thing is, though, but, those yeah. would be... They, it's, they're difficult to realise. It's two completely different art styles. Exactly. And, but, but what my um, point I was going to make is, it's the Pokemon Company and Game Freak and Nintendo have all had hands on this movie. Yeah, like, they were ha- all involved. Yeah. And While they were making this movie, they had someone looking over their shoulder. Like they had yeah. someone of every like micromanage every step of the way. Like, this is what Pikachu looks like. Make it look more like Pikachu, and they had to sign off mm-hmm. on every creative decision they made. Yeah, and exactly. And I think that's that, how it needs to be yeah. done to respect the um, like Pokemon license as big as it is, and to not end up with a Sonic situation. Yeah, also, as well, it's just the smart thing to do, isn't it? Like this is our. Oh well, yeah, like, of course. We own this IP. It's in our best interest to make sure it's portrayed. Because look what happened well, when they didn't. Well, I would say, have you heard what's happened with like the Sonic movie and the response to it? What Sega, oh, t- like, yeah. Sega team, like the people behind fucking Sonic the Hedgehog, have had to release a statement saying we have nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm, oh, sorry, the, Sonic um, team. 
the actual creator of Sonic has come out and said the <laughs> Hashtag he not my doesn't Sonic. like it, yeah. and he also feels kind of at blame because the studio that helped with the CG he founded, <laughs> so he also wants to take some of the blame for it. That's the thing because all they had to do was contact them, and it baffles me that Sega would allow their singular most recognisable piece of intellectual property fall into someone else's hands and then just be just changed without I their mean, input. It's so silly. Like, you just own go this. back and watch the Super Mario Bros. film, Carl. It's not going to make Paramount Pictures look bad. It's not going to be no, a blemish. No, it's like, going to make Sega look bad. If the movie does poorly, like, they can write it off as like a loss and obviously just move on if it, that's just another film to them but yeah. to, to Sega it's the, Sonic the, is their brand it's the, it's, it's the mascot of the company yep and they're just letting him just look like a fucking moron oh god Getting, it's just bizarre just they're watching their own mascot get dunked on by the entire internet <laughs> and they're coming out and they're going to release statements saying we have nothing to do with this movie which somehow makes it sound worse because it either means they're incompetent or they don't care. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you've got like someone from the Pokemon company looking over the shoulders of these Detective Pikachu guys going, Pikachu must look like this at all fucking time. However... Do not ruin our fucking... This is like, we have got billions of dollars worth oh, yeah. of fucking merchandise One of like, the built biggest this fucking thing. franchises in the world at this point. Yeah. Like, do not fuck this up. Do not fuck <laughs> us on this. And I respect I, that. It It is... It's good. It's nothing fantastic. It didn't blow me away. But the fact that I walked away from a live-action Pokemon film and went, oh, that was all right. Yeah. Like, that made me very happy. And this could be set up for, you know, other Pokemon films in the future, and I'm really excited about that. My favourite thing with um, in terms of talking to Nintendo about it, though, is, like, when they were doing the Mr. Mime scene, they were, like, trying to contextualise oh, what I Mr. Heard Mime this, was. yeah. <laughs> so it was like, oh, well, what? What's Mister Mime? And Nintendo was just like, what? We don't know. Sorry. It's <laughs> like, well, one... what is Mister Mime? What is he? And it's like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> he's a mime. Like, he's a Pokemon. And they're just like, but what is he? And he's like, uh, uh. we don't it's know like, what obviously, he is. Obviously, like most Pokemon are based off like animals or an object, and Mister Mime's just. Mr. Mime. This strange mime creature. He was, he was, he was like, he's like it the clown. He was just birthed <laughs> yeah. from the ether. He, he, he came into this world just from a void somewhere and came to torment us. Like, <laughs> but imagine like being that, that like artist trying to make that and going, oh, so like, you know, what's Mr. Mime? Is he like, is he, is he like a human, but just weirdly proportioned? Oh, we have no idea. Is <laughs> he slimy? Is he fairy? I don't know. Yeah, that's I don't know what this creature is. What is this grotesque caricature of the human <laughs> form? And why is it in our movie? That's a probably a good point, yeah, because every Pokemon kind of has a real-world parallel. Like for Pikachu, like, it's a mouse. For yeah. Jigglypuff, it's supposed to be a balloon, but I think... A fluffy balloon. <laughs> yeah, they made the right decision making Jigglypuff furry. Because yeah, if please it was, don't make it rubber. <laughs> because that hair tuft on its head would look so weird if it was just like yeah. a weird fleshy knob Well, that's the thing head. is, it has got that little tuft to give it the suggestion that it's furry. Yeah, man, but... <laughs> then you got Mr. Man, like, what is it? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mistake all round. But did you see, like, a lot of fans were... Saying that Pikachu shouldn't be fairy yeah, because it, of like how he looks in the anime is very smooth, obviously. But it's like, 
what did you expect, like, this fluffy mouse to be made so out got, of? The, then, as well, aren't there Pikachus, like, in the show that have, like, hair tufts? Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Have, like, there's one with, I think it's a rival to Ash has, like... A, uh, there's, like, his rival or friend or something, I think it's Richie, has a, a Pikachu called Sparky or something. And it has, like, a stylized hair tuft on its head. Yeah, yeah, Suggesting and, like, that it's furry. Pikachu in, um... Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, you could change his little hairstyle by like rubbing on the top of his hair. So he does have little like hair tufts and hair. It's called the Electric game. Mouse Pokemon. What? Where do you find a mouse that's just like not fairy? Na- they wanted Pikachu like a naked mole rat, but yellow. <laughs> so you'd be terrified. Not to mention as well. Can you imagine like when you're petting Pikachu and it's just the sound of rubbing your hand on a balloon? <laughs> oh god so every can time, you imagine the amount of static electricity just rubbing oh, up maybe that's how he does it <laughs> maybe that's how he does it that's why he's so electric he's just static all the time I do love like that he, he does his little uh, charging up by rubbing his cheeks rubbing his little cheeks together <laughs> is that how it works he like, oh, like yeah, they, he stores electricity in the anime and pa- stuff yeah. like he stores electricity in his pouches in his cheeks so you oh, see yeah, him sometimes like trying to build up a little charge by just rubbing his little nubs against his cheeks. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's like a like a, a mouse or a rodent stores food in its cheeks. Yeah, So yeah. it makes sense. Like, that's the thing, though, because what is like, your favourite Pokemon, then, if we get on this? It's like, I mean... In, like, in terms uh-huh. of the law, like, you know what, let's, let's make it a bit... Favourite Pokemon is fair enough. Let's do favourite Pokemon, but because of the law behind it and how it functions. So let's, um, let's say that. So I can start with mine. What are you thinking one if you want? Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm trying to... I know which my favourite Pokemon is. But like, for the, the lore behind it. So my favourite yeah. is Mareep. Because I okay. think it's the smartest Pokemon. So Mareep, for, if you're not a fan of Pokemon, is a electric sheep Pokemon. It mm. is a, it's a little tiny sheep that's electric. And that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's its thing. Just a little electric sheep. But I love it because, obviously, it's a triple reference. Because, one, it's an electric sheep, so it's obviously a reference to Isaac Asimov's, like, do um, Android's Dream of Electric Sheep. Um, it's called Mareep. Oh, yeah, course, yeah, yeah, it's called Mareep, which is an anagram of Ampere, a unit of electrical currency, or uh, a unit of electrical charge. I don't know, it's an Ampere. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. not to mention, in addition, it's also adorable as all balls. Oh, yeah. it's tiny. So I never evolve my fucking Mareep. My tiny also, little Mareep is going to fuck everyone up, man. You know, oh, so it eventually it. turns into a majestic electric dragon. Yeah, which is so stupid. I hate that Pokemon. I hate Ampharos. <laughs> Ampharos looks so dumb. Just oh, give him my Ampharos give him my looks doofy as fuck, but Mega Ampharos yeah, just gl- are glorious. So <laughs> glorious before Victoria. And I have but... a shiny one as well, so we're just like this shiny pink Zeus giraffe <laughs> it's just... electric thing like... Oh god, it's an abomination. But, but I, I do like Mareep though. It's, I think it's my favourite, just in terms of like it's from the later like iteration of Pokemon. But I just think they clearly at this point they put a lot of thought into this one specific Pokemon because there's so much just built into this tiny little. Oh sheep. yeah, yeah. I mean, you say that it's later at this point. It's very early days in Pokemon that oh, yeah. was invented. But it's one of the ones that I looked at it, and when I found out all the backstory for why it exists, like that's really cool. Similar to like the Pikachu thing you just mentioned there of like rubbing its little cheeks. And it being yeah, a reference yeah. to, oh yeah, rodents store things in their mouth. It just Pikachu stores electricity. Yeah. <laughs> so what's yours then, like in terms of the law behind how it how it works or functions or came about? So it's not so much about how it came about, how it works, more like the Pokedex entry of it. Ah, and okay. How it's categorized, and it is. Um, I love this Pokemon anyway, but it's Arcanine. 
Ah, I see. So what's what is so, it about Arcanine? The legendary Pokemon, I believe, isn't it? Yeah. So the that's what I love. Because the Arcanine is classified in the Pokedex as the legendary Pokemon. <laughs> but it's not legendary. And it's just a it's dog. just a giant, like, five-foot-something fiery dog. Not one legendary Pokemon in the game is categorised as a legendary Pokemon. No, not even the, the one that's The only one in the Pokedex that's classed as legendary is Arcanine. <laughs> it's so legendary that it's the only legend. Even it's though you can so just... You can, you can catch it in tall grass, but it's definitely legendary. People have them. <laughs> like, people just you know have what? Growlithes. If you could have just, like, a giant five-foot fiery dog... That does whatever you want. I think I'd class that as legendary. <laughs> well, isn't it because originally there was supposed to be three legendary birds and three legendary dogs? No. So the theory is that um, originally they created Articuno, Zapdos, and Arcanine oh. as the legendary trio. <laughs> Which but then that's two birds and one, one dog. One. Yeah. And they went, you know what, let's just make a firebird and make them all birds. Ah, see, that does make a bit more sense because like they in the next game they have the three legendary dogs and Arcanine yeah, yeah. isn't one of them. And one of them is a The fire legendary dog. dog isn't a legendary dog. No, it's the, uh, Entai is the volcano Pokemon, isn't it? Or something stupid yeah, like. it is, yeah. <laughs> I did like that though, because doesn't it say it's like runs at 900 miles an hour? So, um... <laughs> doesn't Arcanine like It can run it, it's legends in the Pokedex talk about it uh, running 4,000 miles in a day <laughs> so that means not only is it running 4,000 miles in a day which is like uh, something stupid you, uh, you worked I think you're the I, one who told me I did you work were... it out it was like 400 and something miles an hour or something like that I can't remember <laughs> Just run... but it runs at this... 400 miles an hour that yeah, is a legendary a dog to me oh no sorry that was it. 166.66 miles an hour. Oh, is that how fast but it runs? That's how fast it runs at, like, marathon speed oh, over yeah. the course of 24 hours. <laughs> it's also one of the only Pokemon that can learn extreme speed. <laughs> and it's just like, can you imagine? So this this dog can probably sprint at hundreds of miles an hour. Of course, yeah, if it needs to sprint. And if you that, can it imagine needs to a sprinting dog made of fire at, like... That's just bigger and heavier than you, just sprinting right into your face. Be like getting hit by a fucking truck. Oh man! Just the fact that it runs at 150 miles an hour for 24 that's just this hours. Pace. For 24, that's his jogging <laughs> speed. Yeah. So why would you eat? No wonder there's no infrastructure in the world of Pokemon. So it's no wonder <laughs> there are no roads or like trains or shit like that. Why do you need them if a thing that you can catch that comes into your back garden can run at 100 miles an hour? And as well, like, that dog is big enough for you to ride. They've shown is, that yeah. in the anime. Oh, like, you, people have races on the back of Arcanines. No, nothing other people hundreds though. of miles an hour. That race episode of Pokemon, where, like, oh, you got yeah. the, where there's the kid who sits on the vault orb. <laughs> nothing will ever be the the bravest man in the world who sits on a vault orb. You know what I would have loved if he just had to like stand on top and just run backwards as fast as the vault orb can roll. Oh man, there's so much stuff like that in the intro. Isn't there, like in the intro you can see like a um in the bit where it shows you all the Pokemon swimming? Isn't one of them an onyx? <laughs> Isn't Is it? Like, oh I, I can't remember if that. If you look in the background of it, you can see like an onyx swimming or some shit like that. Yeah. And there's like you know loads what? of background I do scenes. Love, you've reminded me about um, 
that running episode though is Rapidash. Oh, yes, so okay. The Pokemon they named Rapid Dash, which is a horse, is not even in like the top thirty percent of fast Pokemon. <laughs> it's <laughs> its literally name is rapid. just an amalgamation of two words for fast, and it's not that fast. Rapid Dash. It gets outsped by one of my favorite Pokemon, just in terms of just like the way it looks and the way it plays. Ninjask. It gets outsped by slacking. <laughs> a Pokemon that doesn't <laughs> like, move. A Pokemon that doesn't move every other turn. And it gets outsped by that. Do you know the reason I love slacking as well? Because I love the descriptor when it, ta- like, when it plays truant. And it just says oh, yeah. slacking is loafing around. <laughs> the it's term, just a loaf of bread. The term loafing around has always cracked me the fuck up. From yeah. the day that I got sent, like, in the very first Pokemon game, like a level 100 Charizard off my mate. And oh, it just said, yeah. oh, it just said Charizard is loafing around. And I just lost <laughs> it. So I, I'd, I'd see like, the image in my head of Charizard playing with a loaf of bread. I just could not stop. I was fucking howling at that thought. Charizard is loafing around. <laughs> so I do love super. that. It's just like, oh yeah, you you mate can trade you this like level hundred Pokemon, but he ain't gonna fucking listen to you. Why mate. would it, man? It's like, Charizard's, got sh- Charizard's got shit to do, man. You've got to go beat Giovanni, a gym leader who isn't in his gym half the time. So he just takes a day off. Like you turn up oh, in God. the very first day and goes. So I get it, because like, story-wise, you can't face Giovanni yet anyway, but in the game, surely there are other people who want to become Pokemon Masters. And Giovanni oh, God, just yeah. takes the fucking day off to go run his criminal empire, running oh, no, Team sorry, Rocket. God. I've made a mistake. Slacking is five speed lower than Rapidash. <laughs> so this just... giant ape that lies on its side and doesn't do anything which is based, slightly yeah. slower. It's based on a sloth, which should sum up. <laughs> the Pokemon based on a sloth is only is marginally slower only than the Pokemon base on a stallion made of flames. <laughs> Alright, I'm just going to nip to the bathroom dead quick now, I mean. There we go. And we're back. Do you know what my favourite part about like, the fact we always take a toilet break halfway through these things is? <laughs> like, in a regular podcast, that's where there'd be like the three minute long fuck you, give us money bit. Like, yeah, it'd be where we'd be doing like the ad read for like Casper mattress or some shit like that, isn't it? <laughs> it's like go buy this shitty mattress. You know what? At least I hope when they do that, it'd be like the cutaway to somebody else where it's clear that you can just skip through. The worst <laughs> is when like they don't even have anything on the screen to suggest they're doing it, and you can't tell when to skip past. Oh man, I fucking hate that shit. But like. One of my favourite things about like Casper Mattress, have you heard about this? This is a great story. No. And they've actually approached the um, the channel before about doing yeah, a, yeah. a sponsor plug. It's one of them and then all the other mattress companies. And I went, oh yeah, sure. Um, in fact, I have an article that I'm planning to write that you might want to sponsor. And the person oh, right, went, okay. oh, that, really? Like, tell us more. I went, well, it's about that time that a website gave you a bad review and you paid a company to buy it and change the review. <laughs> Thank you. This is a thing they did. You can look it up. They went uh, a website gave them a really shit review. Said, "Oh, it's like six out of ten. It's not worth the money. Get a better one." They got reached. The person who wrote that review got reached out to by someone that company saying, "Is there any way we can change your mind?" It's like, no. Like wow. my reviews out for sale. I take reviewing mattresses very seriously. And they sent. It, they said, "We'll give you a free thing. What can we do to like you know this is showing up in our Google search results. It's not looking good for us." Eventually, yeah, yeah. a website or a company funded by them. But obviously not 
told by them, bought that website, and then the review mysteriously changed. Oh, man. And the company said, well, we didn't... We might have given the capital to buy the original review website, but we didn't tell them to change the review. Oh, we yeah, of put, course not. Yeah. We just put the capital up to buy it. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I'll talk about that in a video if you want, and then we can put your sponsor plug at the end, so... Yeah, and they just like, never got back to me. <laughs> uh, which is one of the reasons why I, I'm that's glad. that's how Fact Fiend got bought. No, and they, <laughs> they, buy the, they buy Fact Someone tried to buy Fact Fiend from me the other day, in fact. What? I got an email from my old editor whose email address is still linked to um, the website somewhere on some place online. And he forwarded it on to me. And it's from some company. Now, I'll try and tr- I'll get the email now. We can go through it because... He got an email from a company who were looking to buy Fact Fiend, and they obviously want to get it from him, and they were asking oh how much it cost. And I said, please send back um, just the words, suck my balls, because <laughs> I'm not interested. So let's try and find it now. Oh yeah, here we go. It's from, uh, I think, New Worm Media, or N-E Worm Media. So I don't know what it is. It's like, hi, I'd like to inquire about factfiend.com. And would I like to ask if you are interested in selling the site? I'm partnered in an acquisition company. That's um, and your site fits well with our current portfolio. I would love to see about. I would love to chat about the site and see if it is something we can make you an offer for. And he oh, forwarded God. it on to me. And I just, I just sent back. Suck my balls. <laughs> and now for a time for our sponsors. <laughs> New World New Media. World Media. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to buy a website like fatfee.com? <laughs> <laughs> so my, it was great though because I made it really professional I went oh here's my response it's like ah oh, hi there kind regards um, <laughs> uh, I'm Carl Smod I own the website at the moment uh, thank you for your interest kindly suck my balls and fuck off forever <laughs> <laughs> this thought was really funny so we're trying to buy it off man they want up in that fact fiend biz they're trying to get me corporate sponsors all the way Oh, well, that's God. the reason I'm so glad like Brew reached out because there would be no way I could actually put on a podcast and make it profitable. Oh yeah, yeah. Because, There'd be no uh, way. This would just be us doing it on our spare time. Otherwise, yeah. So we could do some inside the baseball stuff right here, and obviously, Brew pay me enough to pay you, Lucas, don't they, to appear oh, yeah, on this yeah. podcast? He never does pay me, but they they do. <laughs> I paid you last <laughs> week, you dickhead. You sent me two invoices, and I paid them both like within ten minutes of getting oh, them. Yeah. I all. I always pay my Big debts, Big Wangers Inc. always pay their debt. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm like a Lannister in that way, but in oh, yeah. no other ways. But <laughs> like, um, for some inside the baseball stuff, like um, a podcast makes all of its money, the majority of its money, not from listens, but from sponsors. Mm-hmm. Like Having a lot of listens is good, and you can make a little bit of money out of it, but it's always based on like the sponsors you get, because they will pay you usually for like every thousand views you get or something like that, and it's usually capped at about 100,000. Well, you can occasionally yeah, yeah. get deals where um, they don't cap it. And so I know this because um, today I found out the guy who runs that, Davon, contacted me about the network he's in when oh, I was yeah. first starting out. He says, if you are interested, I would recommend this network. They've done really good stuff for us in terms of getting like ads and sponsors and things like that. And I'm not interested, but thank you very much. Um, can I have some more information about it, though, just on the off chance that I ever do change my mind? And he yeah, told yeah. me, yeah, they managed to get him a deal once where whatever company was sponsoring their podcast said, um, we'll give you it's uh, an amount per thousand views you get uncapped. Oh, God. Which means that basically you can theoretically earn infinite money if that podcast goes viral or that video goes yeah, viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they ended up getting like $10,000 
from that oh one God. sponsor plug. And that company said, oh, yeah, that cost us our entire marketing budget for the year. Oh, man. And just think, that's one sponsor in one video or podcast. And how many sponsors are... Uh, how many sponsors and ads do you hear about in like videos and things like oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And you can... A lot of the time, you'll go through, like... Especially a longer podcast. You get um, three or four. You Yeah, you can get, like, a good three or four sponsors. And then you've also got, like... Um, the money you get paid you know, for views and things like that. It's crazy. Yeah, paid for views on YouTube and paid for views on other services and all of this extra stuff. And yeah, That's it's, why it's if you like, go on to websites that tabulate and work out how much Fact Fiend uh, the channel is worth, it says it's worth about 1.2 million. I think mm-hmm. the last time we checked, which is the joke you and Charlie keep making about being a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. it calculates that based on... like. What? How much would you get if you monetize the shit out of this channel? If how much you would monetized you get? it in every way possible, how much would this channel be worth? Yeah, yeah. I'd be like you, I will be a millionaire right now, and that really pissed me off when I saw that. When I could theoretically, if I'd sold out super hard, be a millionaire before I'm thirty. I'm like, oh for fuck's sake, what's this, this stupid? There's still thing time, I've, Carl. This stupid thing I've got called morals. See, it happened to me the other day. Um, I got reached out to by, I forget what they're called. It's a company they make. Special wallets. They make oh, like right, wallets okay. and hold alls and things like that. They're the guys, I think it's like Rigid or something like that. But basically, they make. Um, when a big Wagazink is getting emails from Rigid, I'm <laughs> not sure that's a good sign. But they, they specialize in like really hard wearing, like um, if. What's it like? Holding stuff? Like they've got a hold all duffel bag with like $100. Oh, right, it's like, yeah, yeah. this is like the hold all you need. This is the yeah. duffel bag. It has like a charging state port built in. It's all like of a those laundry bag. Yeah. And it's got like locks on it and shit like this. And, and they reached out and said, um, Hi, Carl, we want to sponsor one of your videos. Um, what would you like? What would you charge for a placement? I'm like, well, I don't do placements. You can have the first five seconds of the video. I'll tell them that the video is sponsored by you guys. There'll be a link to whatever you want below. That's all you get, which mm-hmm. I feel is fair. And you can't influence the content itself. Yeah, yeah. And they said, well, we're not really interested in that. Um, would, like... Uh... Oh, no, sorry, before that, they said they weren't interested. But in addition to that, they offered me a free bag or anything from their store for free that I wanted as a thank you. <laughs> and I had to respond, like, I, well, I appreciate it. Um, I can't in good conscience take this because it's unethical for me to accept free things from someone who's sponsoring me and I was yeah, really yeah. annoyed because I found out after the facts they would get me to advertise a wallet they sell those hold all duffel bags and I'm going on holiday in two months Oh gosh. <laughs> and, I need, and I need a duffel bag and I'm like for fuck's sake I'm going to have to buy one now and chances are I might buy one from their website because they look really good <laughs> and I had the chance to get a free one and I'm like no I can't do it because then it's unethical yeah. damn these morals <laughs> Oh god! It's so god. fucking annoying. Every time a company reaches out and I tell them this, they always say, "Well, thank, thanks, for, uh, we appreciate the response, but we're not interested." But it's because they're just used to people going, "All right, well, at the first five seconds of the video, I'll go. This video is sponsored by this." Fair enough. But then at the end or middle of the video, they'll have like a two-three minute cutaway to this promotion and yeah, and all it interrupts these extra the content, and, and it's really uh, jarring. I don't like it. So my idea yeah, has always yeah. been. Just to say, I said, oh, today's video is sponsored by blah, blah, blah. Check out a link to their stuff below. They had no influence on the content. Yeah, exactly. And then do like a joke halfway through or at the end saying, did they really not have an influence on this content? No. I looked at their website and it's shit. Or something like that. <laughs> or I give yeah, my yeah. honest thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, I don't fair like enough it. if you actually like the product and 
What's the thing? That's this wallet company reached out to me, even though I don't remember their name. I was super interested. It's like this does look cool, Mm -hmm. and I do need a duffel bag. I might end up buying. I might end up using the sponsor code I get to buy one (laughs) at a discount. (laughs) But they didn't get back to me because obviously they wanted a full thirty second integration. Is the term they use, and they want it in the first sixty seconds of the video. Oh, so they want the first like. 30 seconds, well, 30 seconds of your first 60 of your video yeah. to just be about them. Yes. And when I respond, I'll like, say, well, that is not how I do things. That'll, that'll basically demolish the user experience. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. They go, well, thank you very much. We're, um, we'll get reach out to somebody else. And it's really upsetting. And it's the same thing with podcast sponsors. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was thinking about getting a podcast set up, I did reach out to companies asking if they wanted to sponsor me. They were interested up until I told them I didn't want to do like a four minute long integration. And it's like, oh no, we'll go somewhere else. Yeah, even after I told them I'll take a reduced fee for it, because obviously mm-hmm. you're getting less exposure because of it. Yeah. So I'll take yeah. a reduced fee. Um, you don't even have to like pay me per thousand, just give me a flat fee, like a couple hundred dollars, mm-hmm. just so I can like, you know, pay the people who start in it a fair wage for their time. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, we're not interested. Just so like, you can actually, you know, come out of it, not even with a profit necessarily, just enough money to actually run the podcast viably. Yeah, which obviously will allow me to set aside... The, it'll give me the uh, justification of setting aside like a couple hours a week to do it mm-hmm. and release it. But hey-ho, them's the breaks. That's the world of business. I get so many emails like that. And I think the one I got most recently... I'm not sure if... Did I talk about the Dan and Phil one on the podcast at all? Um, Dan and Phil, not that I remember. Right, if I can find it in my email address, this one's great. But I remember the gist of it Let's see if it's still here actually no, i think i deleted the email so like basically i got reached out to by a facebook group um purposely from um the guy who runs danandphil.com which are like two really big youtubers and he says oh, i run the youtube network that contains like it's got a total reach of 900 million people i think is the number he quoted maybe oh, it was 90 right, okay. maybe it was 90 million Nine hundred yeah, million sounds like nine hundred million sounds like a fucking. He's probably of ninety, but he says like in our network, our people like Dan and Phil, obviously, um, a couple of those stupid ones that you always see get shared on Facebook are people you don't really talk to anymore from high school. Yeah, like, yeah. Lol Network, Meme Central, and then like Logan Paul. Oh God! Basically, they all like have this just, I guess, collective where they just share content they didn't make because what they were asking is, um, can we share one of your videos because we what? think it'd fit. In return for which, we will give you a shout-out in the comment section. In the comments? Yeah. Not even in the description? No, no. In the com- like on, They'll post it on Facebook and then leave a comment below saying, this was made by Carl Smallwood. Go check out his channel. Oh, God. And they said, we think this would be great, and I'm not kidding, they used the word exposure for your channel. Oh. Are you interested? Bear in mind, I looked up after it's Dan and Phil net worth. They both were... No, sorry, it wasn't Dan and Phil. I, you know, I don't want to give those... It was Ben Phillips. Oh, right, okay. Well, obviously, you can understand why I made that that mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan and Phil. So, it wasn't Dan and Phil, but I have had a weird interaction with them tangentially. I'll talk about that after as well. It was Ben Phillips. And I typed in Ben Phillips net worth, and he's worth like $3 million or some shit like that. Like, yeah, oh. but Carl, you're worth $1.2 million. Apparently so, yeah. But at the same time... He's got like a merch store and evidently has a company which goes yeah, out and yeah. just steals people's content. And I responded yeah. just with a screenshot of like Ben Phillips net worth and sent <laughs> it back to them and just put, really? 
you can't give me anything. And they sent back, oh, how about, and I'm not fucking joking, we pay you $1 because that's what we think your content is worth. $1? Yeah, obviously it was from like some guy who felt annoyed. They weren't being serious, it was the guy who was clearly oh, pissed right. okay, off. Yeah, I told, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I told no. him to go and fuck himself for being a scumbag. So he sent back, how about we pay you a dollar because that's what we think your content is worth. So I just told him, like, you know, go fuck off the edge of my penis. Yeah, of course you think that it, your content is worth one dollar. That's why we're reaching out to you to get it from you for free. Yeah, I, and I think as well, I just put, why, why don't you try making your own content? I did, it's quite rewarding. How dare they make their own content, Carl? Yeah, and I just remember that one. So I apologise to Dan and Phil. That's probably that's an unnecessary dunking on them for 30 seconds. So I hope no one has listened to that. That beginning bit got pissed off and signed out, so I'll pause just then. <laughs> but I have had a really weird interaction with them. All right. Because okay. apparently there is like there's this thing called fan fiction. Are you aware of it? Um I mean, I know what fan fiction is. <laughs> I'm saying it in a joke. I don't way. know I don't <laughs> know what you mean though. Yeah, but basically, um, I found out through the grapevine because I get sent all this weird shit and I don't like it, but I guess that's my life now. Yeah. People send me links to it. And there is a small but, I guess, quite dedicated subset of people out there who think that I should go fuck either Dan or Phil or both of them at the same time while Brad films. Oh, it. right, okay. This is a thing. This has and, gone a weird way. Yeah, and an artist friend of mine uh, was reached out to by one of these people who asked them, can you draw my favourite YouTubers like kissing or whatever they're doing. Oh God! Um, Dan and Phil and Carl Smallwood from Fact Fiend, not realizing this artist one knows me and two <laughs> has worked for me in the past. Oh God! No. And they sent back an email like, um, I, I, well, I appreciate the offer. Um, Carl is a friend of mine, and I know this would make him uncomfortable, so I'm not going to do that. Thank you. I mean, but Carl, what are the what are the odds that they've then reached out to some other artist and actually have a fucking no, drawing no. of you? No, but this, the thing is, Lucas, this isn't the end of the story. Oh, God. This person, who I later surmised is probably a young girl, probably in her teens, um, said, okay, how about I double what I'm going to pay you? $300. What? And what I say to that is, one, f- that is a baller-ass move. Like getting your own custom wank material made <laughs> is a baller move, and I respect it deeply. But two, once the artist says they're uncomfortable doing something, don't keep pressuring them. No. And I found this fucking hilarious. So it is, isn't it? You, you can only laugh in that situation. I mean, uh, when, uh, you've when the got artist, to, I guess, it. like that's a really creepy thing. But I guess, yeah, the only thing you can do is laugh and shrug. Yeah, yeah. And what I did is obviously I posted that. Obviously, with all the names blurred out and removed and things like that. Because I found it quite funny that someone out there is a baller enough to try and get some custom porn made of me, get him a fuck on with these two <laughs> random internet dudes. Like, I don't mind it. Like, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. Just should be flattered, Carl. Yeah, don't just talk to me about it because it obviously makes me uncomfortable. And I got, I think, a message a couple of like, days later from an account called something like Fuck Fact Fiend. And I was tagged in a load of stuff because oh, no. evidently the person who sent that had seen it and deemed that I was bullying them because I blacked, uh, because I blanked out all their names. Like, there was no identifiable like, oh, information there. This little funny thing that happened to me. I'm not putting any names in there, so no one gets a, 
offended or anything like that. And it's just yeah, like, it's just nope. a, it's a humorous thing to highlight the kind of shit I've got to deal with behind the scenes. And they yeah. took that and said, "No, I'm I'm bullying you. Bullying me, Carl. Um, cancel Fact Fiend. Unsubscribe from Fact Fiend. I oh, think it's like the man. hashtag they were using." And this is the bit that cracked me up the most because they said uh, he's not a real YouTuber who cares about his fans, not like Dan and Phil. Like, <laughs> and, he's, and he's a weird middle-aged man. And I looked it up. Dan and Phil are both older than I am. <laughs> They're I mean, both older than did, me. Have Dan and Phil like endorsed people making porn of them? I like, don't know. I just think it's because... Um, they're obviously so high up in the YouTube game, they don't interact on that personal level. Yeah, yeah. Save at conventions and stuff. So they have, I guess, that just there's this barrier around them where you mm-hmm. can't interact with them as closely as like me because I'm an idiot and I still leave like, my DMs open and stuff. So I try and be <laughs> honest and transparent as to, like, to my best of my abilities. So they, I guess, they just get a less varnished version of my personality. Because I don't really care if I'm seen as being abrasive, because that's my personality. If you, you're asking me to make porn of me, and if I'm okay with that, I'm like, no. I mean, yeah, it, I think most people's natural reaction to, can I get porn of you, <laughs> even whether it's hand-drawn, is, I'm alright, thanks. Yeah, but obviously I don't have that publicist or that PR guy leaning over my shoulder, just saying, here, here is the like the sterile... Here PR is the, the exact way to get out of this without offending yeah. anybody. Just don't talk to anybody. Here, like, just tweet out dates you're going on tour and stuff like that, and the occasional joke. Imagine, yeah, don't yeah. Put, don't put too much of your personality. Just retweet out there. some dog things. Just don't don't get involved. Don't put too much of your personality out there. That's sort of thing. But I just found it really funny that like, they got so annoyed. They're like, cancel fact fiend, unsubscribe <laughs> fact fiend. This stupid middle-aged man doesn't care about his fans, not like Dan and Phil. And the thing, do you know what really crazy? When I googled them, the first thing that came up was like a tour where you got to pay fifty fucking quid for a meet and greet. Oh, so, fucking yeah, hell! It's like they care about their fans. Oh my god! That's real care right there. Yeah, then again. Man. Apparently their fans have got money to, like, hundreds of dollars to just drop on drawing <laughs> custom porn of them. So, what the hell? It's good to know um, what people's money is going on nowadays, Carl. <laughs> just, yeah, like, was meet a... and greets and draw porn. So that was a, a weird interaction I had with those guys by proxy. Um, I mean, yeah, I... not directly, but in a very strange, roundabout way. Yeah, I hope they're doing okay, because by the sounds of it, their fans are a, a bit more... Intense than mine. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm not saying something. It is, but at the same time, whew, that that was a fun day. That was a real fun day. I remember I like imagine. Brad getting really weirded out by that because he was like super paranoid because he was asking like because he responded to like the message. Like, Don't respond to the messages. They try to rile up a reaction. Yeah, like, yeah it's, cool. it's something. It's just it's clearly a teenager. It's someone who's 14 years old. They don't have like you know perspective on the world yet and yeah, to them yeah. this is the greatest injustice they've ever experienced just let them be a teenager and be dramatic and he responded with what was like admittedly like a very well thought out response to saying like well no actually you're slandering our artist friend she didn't tell you to fuck off she said she wasn't comfortable and asked you to leave her alone yeah Carl of course never told like, you to fuck what, that, that's something very different is like when you tell somebody to fuck off it's just like you know, a rude way to get rid of them. But if you're just, this makes me feel very uncomfortable. Please stop yeah, asking me. Which is what the it. artist did, and it's like Carl never acknowledged. He didn't mention your friends, and he blocked out all identifiable information. If anything, you're doing more 
to draw attention to your friend than Carl ever did. Yeah, yeah. And then they responded saying, with the thing like, oh, you're just old men, you don't understand, you don't treat your fans right. It's like, am I the bad guy here, Carl? No, it's just someone being dramatic. Yeah, of course, and it's just somebody being upset that they can't get that raunchy Carl on. Yeah, we were we were all shitheads once. Like, just let them have it. We've all it. been there. <laughs> yeah, we were all. It's just unfortunately we didn't have the internet back then to like just capture it for the yeah, internet. Which like, is why that's I the always. Thing is, I mean, I, I even. I mean, to be fair, like myself, at some point on comment sections or on like Facebook or Twitter or something, I've probably like made awful comments about certain things that I don't agree with now and things like that. But yeah, especially when I was like a young teenager, I didn't have. Just these things to shout every hormonal opinion I had all times. Yeah, it's like, I don't mind it. It's clear. It's it's funny to me, and I'd hope that's why one of the things I always, I always blur out people's names when I do this sort of thing. Yeah, so my yeah, hope is that course. if they are being, is it if it is just a shithead, mm-hmm. this is like a shit ass little kid, and um, maybe they'll grow up and get some perspective. The only time I don't do that is if someone like tweets at me directly. Yeah, because yeah. you're tweeting at me with your public profile. And I'm responding publicly. Mm-hmm. And people get really annoyed about that for some reason. I've had um, multiple times, in fact. So I think one of the reasons I took the hiatus from Twitter recently is because I was getting all the shit about the comment section. And then what, I woke up and I went to check Twitter and I said, your account has been suspended. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And it oh, turns out right, people yeah. were so annoyed about the comment section, they'd gone and said I was harassing people what? by responding oh, to the comments... Well, the tweets I'd gotten directly to me saying, fuck off and leave me alone, they'd reported them and said it was harassment. So they're harassing you and then no, turning no, around. No, they weren't harassment. They were asking a question. <laughs> That's how you would. It's like, well, I didn't say anything rude. I just asked him a question. He told me to fuck off. <laughs> sure, it's a question he's already answered 16 times and said he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm just asking a question. Scroll down and you'll see 20 yeah. responses to the same so, question already. I can't blame Twitter for it because in isolation, it's me telling someone to fuck off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought, I went, you know what? No, I'm fucking done. Well, I'm taking a break. I yeah. can't deal. And I said, I just messed about. I'm not doing the fucking Twitter. I can't be. I'm taking a break because this is just something I looked at. Oh and went, God, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I've told people to leave me alone and got done for harassing them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? Because so like that's good. the thing is like, of course, the first few times people ask you, like, respond and actually talk to them, but when it's 50 questions of like when you get 50 repeat questions like just over and over again every individual person wants the same answer out of you it just is leave me alone just the way the way i summed it up is um because if anyone who does follow me on twitter i've recently started posting again i've only been posting the messages i've been getting in the meantime Mm -hmm. i've just been screenshotting um and what i always say is like that is a snapshot of what i get on a daily basis at this point yeah yeah, sure like Individually, these things don't seem that bad, but imagine that times 10 every day for a year and then just see how long it takes you to get pissed off and start responding with just blanket fuck-offs or just yeah, ignoring yeah. people. And I got this great one that I want to read out now for you, Lucas, because you may not see it, but it's great. And I recently, I've got into my Twitch streaming, so I thought, I want to start doing it. I've got an office space now. It'd be a really yeah, exactly. good thing to yeah, do. But- bit of space for it now so you I'm get always getting asked like for direct interaction with people and Twitter obviously is not evidently the place to do that <laughs> um, 
Um, so I've got rid of my, I've deactivated my Facebook. I don't use Tumblr anymore because of all like the crap that went on with that website. So, yeah. uh, Instagram, I usually just post pictures of dogs. I mean, that's the only thing that Instagram should be used for, really. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I thought, oh, Twitch should be the thing I should get into. And I started Twitch streams slowly. I don't advertise it as much as I do. I want to wait till I've got, like, you know, a system set up. So I've found my, my stride. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you want to keep it going and make sure that you've got... Yeah, like... and my rules on Twitch are the same for my rules on virtually everything else. It's don't be a dick. Um, don't tr- make suggestions about the channel because... It's one, I've probably heard it, and two, it gets really tiresome. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you should do a video on this. It's like, I've either got an article on it, we've already done a video about it, we are doing a video about it, or that idea is so, like, well-known in the spheres of, like, facts. Yeah, YouTube, I suppose there's, that... there's already, like, the 20 other videos that you can go look up that on. Yeah, so it's not going to be all that interesting. It's going to be the same thing you've seen before. And three, and it's just, it's really... I don't know what I said. I said it's tiresome. I don't like that. Don't post shitty memes for the same reasons. It's tiresome. It's boring. I don't like seeing... Like you don't need... It just clutters up the chat. Well, lots of things. The, the reason that you want to be interacting with the, like, the chat a bit more is to, like, interact with human beings and be talking mm. to them and answering questions. You don't just want yeet over and over again. Exactly. It's, it doesn't add anything to the discussion. It's just really boring to see and to filter through. Yeah, so yeah. I and think while you're fair... trying to like play games or whatever, if ninety percent of the chat is just like stupid memes and things you can't respond to, then you're just gonna focus on playing the game and you can't filter that out. Yeah, not to mention as well, um, if I'm just answering the same five or six questions every time or responding to the same comments, that doesn't it's not fun for me. Yeah. So it means I it doesn't really make me want to keep streaming. Mm-hmm. So I think these are rules that I have they're fairly simple, but they make for a more just enjoyable experience for me and I hope for people watching at home. Yeah, and of I have like, I've got a few moderators in that tell them it's zero tolerance because mm-hmm. you can't give people an inch in this thing because the moment you do, every single other person who's the been banned gates just open. will come in and be asking the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. You have to have a zero tolerance policy because the moment you start giving people leeway, they'll just run away with it and then you've yeah, got to do course, shit. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. And I say it very clearly to people, like, and I'd hope anyone watching one of my streams would be like, well, I know it's someone who's obviously invested enough in the channels, but like, I know Carl's personality. I know what is going to annoy him. I mm-hmm. know that he doesn't deal with this kind of... Like, he's not one to just let this kind of shit slide, especially when it's a chat with like 13 people or something like that. I can yeah. see you do it. And I had one person, I guess, post in Twitch once who was banned by one of my moderators for doing something stupid or harassing another person in the chat, or just be- generally being a bell end. Oh, right, I got you. the following comment on YouTube a couple of days later from this person, and I know it's from this person um, because it was the same name that was in their Twitch name, oh, which yeah, I recognised because after they got banned from the chat, they messaged me on Twitter. They tried to send <laughs> a message to my Facebook, which has been deactivated, but I still use Messenger, so I got a message on there. Oh, they sent right, an yeah. email to the Fact Fiend email address. They messaged every mod in the chat. Oh, my God. And then they also left a comment on the Fact Fiend YouTube channel and my personal channel, as well as Brad's, I think. All of which obviously went ignored. This person is extremely persistent. It also, as well, kind of suggests why they were banned in the first place. A person who responds that poorly to to something is just like... 
it, it clearly there's something yeah. about their personality that is either toxic in some manner or they like, entitled they feel entitled to time or to have their opinion heard. So like, that doesn't make for a person you like you want to interact with all that much. No, 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 not at all. It's like I think the way I've always summed it up is: if your first reaction to being blocked is to track me down on another social media and yell at me on there, that's probably part of the reason you were blocked. <laughs> and I got a comment uh, on YouTube a couple of days later after this, um, purposely from their father, because it says, and I quote: "Please unsubscribe from this channel. Cal Smallwood is one of the most toxic YouTubers I have come across in a while. Oh, My God. son was permanently banned from his Twitch for no reason." whatsoever, and blocked on Twitter when he tried to ask Carl why he was banned. <laughs> we used to love watching this channel for its fun and informative content, but it's not worth it. Carl Smallwood is just as his name implies, a small little prick who treats his fans <laughs> like shit and is so full of himself and insanely cocky. Oh, God. Does that sound like someone's dad to you, or does that sound like the guy trying to pretend to be his own dad? Yeah, to that's lend like coming in with a doctor's note with your own handwriting on it. <laughs> so if that is someone's dad, that is a shitty fucking dad right there, <laughs> holy fuck. So it starts off kind of what you'd expect to see, like a Facebook post in like a group like on a movie trailer or something. Oh, this does not seem okay for my child. Why did I... I went to the cinema yeah, and watched yeah. this. I didn't realise it was violent. But then it just goes into the bit of the end where it's like, oh, Carl's got a little dick and he treats his fans like shit. Yeah. So, oh, no, this is the guy. Yeah, this, this is, is absolutely 100% the guy. totally he, not as well. <laughs> and he couldn't help himself. Oh, God. But, oh, man. Well, that's uh, just well, a I say, snippet of Carl's I say, life yeah, right there. That is... Imagine that times 10 every day. And that kind of... So I, I learned to shrug it off many years ago. But there was one... That one week where it all just piled on. And it was every single fucking version of social media I had. And I had friends messaging me. Saying like, oh, I got a message that I was asked to pass on to you. Oh, because God, it was from that someone just... that I blocked. Because I was so sick no. of hearing about it. That's why I went, I can't. I can't. And sometimes I need you do to... just need to take a break. Like, I need to take for that your own, break. For your own fucking well-being. So here's another one. As an example, like, Hi, Carl. It's currently two in the morning. I would like to know your opinion on who the winner of the Beard Wars is in Marvel. You discussed it in one of your videos, and I can't get it out of my head. What? Yeah. I mean, think of, it's think not, about that. like, offensive, just very fucking weird. Just somebody sleep, like, I imagine, like, lying in their bed trying to sleep, just thinking... Oh, what does Carl think of beards in the MCU? Well, no, it's, we did it in a video once, and it's fair enough that they want to... But it's more the fact it's 2 o'clock in the morning, it's a direct message that obviously makes my... Or it used to make my phone vibrate, <laughs> because I stupidly thought, if someone sent me a direct message, it must be important. Oh, I yeah. soon learned that it wasn't. That it's, I got woken up by at 2 in the morning, because they want an answer... To something right then and there, and they feel like entitled to have that answer to such an extent they message me at half. See, it's not even two; it was half two. Oh God! Another one. Hey, Carl, whereabouts in the UK are you from? At three forty-four a.m. What? Yeah, I mean okay. that that just screams you are not safe. Yeah. Hi, I'm Carl. Go, I, hi I'm there. Trying to think Can of you... how to track you down at quarter to four in the morning. Hi, Carl. Can you do a video on that time Walker's Chris asked us Brits to predict when it was going to rain and lost millions of pounds? Please. Because I personally made a small fortune. Thank you. Smile face. My response? No. 
which I think is fair enough. Yeah. Like, I get a lot of messages like the word no. It's like it's it's blunt, but at the same time, like it, I think it just ends the conversation right there. Mm-hmm. It did not end the conversation right there. Fine. No need to be so standoffish. Unsubscribed, asshole. Okay then. And people wonder, Carl, why don't you respond to messages anymore? <laughs> <laughs> this is just a sniff. I love it. Yeah, just like... Uh, in ret- what What do people want from you more than just a no? Like, What else can I, I do? Like, what else can I respond to? If I was to say, like, no, thank you. It's just like, it's the same time. <laughs> You're the one who came to my... When you know I don't do requests. And, I, and I've been quite enjoying all the, uh, the random people I've been seeing going... I, d- I knew you got a lot. I didn't realize it was this bad. Yeah, when I see this, yeah. I kind of realize why you don't like doing this anymore. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like, just, I mean taking requests for like, oh you know, if you're open to it and go, oh like I'm I'm gonna do a video today or I'm gonna stream today. What do you guys what are you guys looking for? But when you obstinately say over and over, I do not take requests, and then people start messaging you with the requests. What it's not so yeah. It's not so much the request. It's um, like I don't mind that. Because obviously, you might be a casual fan. You might think, "Oh, this is an interesting thing I found. Maybe I'll do a video on it." And I, just, I, I mean, just yeah, I guess, that. yeah, yeah. It's when it's the the next step beyond that, where it's when going it's to a the, fuck you for saying it's no. like it's a why make a video about this. I want to see it. Oh yeah. Point, yeah. And when I say I, I'm not really going to do that, mate, and then they get annoyed hmm. because they feel like obviously personally betrayed for some reason. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's not really, it's 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 really a strange thing. Just, I mean, to deal the, with. the basic thing that this comes down to every time we talk about it, whether that be like in per- personal podcast or whatever, is just treat the creator like a human being, like treat them like you would anybody else if you're having a normal conversation with them. Oh yeah, but the one it's. Um... So I don't so much mind little things like that because I can understand. You maybe watch one video and you just found my Twitter and you don't. It's, it's understandable. Yeah, you might yeah, know who the fuck I am. Yeah, I, I'm not that much of an asshole. With I don't have like a head that massive. Oh yeah, how think, dare well, you, you not know my? You must know about who I am and what I do. It's um, when I'll put something out. Like, I think when I said uh, I'm turning the comments off because I wanted to turn it on, and then I got all the shit for that. Yeah, it yeah. was people who felt annoyed not because I turned them off, but because I didn't explain why. That's what really got me and made me feel like a little bit upset because it it wasn't you turn them off. It's that you turn them off without telling us why, because we deserve an explanation. Why aren't you telling us why you did it, Carl? Yeah. If you just explain why you did it, Carl, we wouldn't be so mad. Why are you getting annoyed? Why are you telling people to fuck off? That's not very nice. We're just asking you a question. It's like, oh. And I got one thing. Like it was a really long rambling thing. It was I read it. And I got so fucking pissed off because it was, I could see the smarminess coming from it. It's like, well, when I ran my channel, Carl, what oh, I did no. is oh. I let fans choose what videos they I would come next because that fosters a sense of community. And when you have a sense of community, people will understand more when you do things like this. Oh. You should have done, like, if I were in your shoes, I would have done this. I wouldn't have handled it the way you did because you handled it very poorly. You should definitely, you should be nurturing your community. And it's like, absolutely, fuck off the edge of my penis. <laughs> Who the fuck are you yeah. to tell me how to do this shit? And the, uh, the the analogy they use, and this is what really got me, like, got my go, is they said, if you treat 
you know, if you treat the comment section like a sewer, you're going to get like, you know, feral rats. But if you nurture it, you can get like, you know, some domesticated, some, some rats that are your pets. And I think oh. the idea there is if you like, you know, if you let the comment section turn to garbage, you'll get garbage. But if you nurture it, if you foster it, like you'll, you know, you'll, you'll get some good out of it. But my response to that is, why do I have to have that responsibility? Yeah, like, why do you have to take your time out of your day? Why do I have to spend... Stop, an... Like, stop making all these videos, Carl. Spend yeah. all of your time making sure the comments to this one video are all good. Well, that's what I explained after the facts. I got so pissed off, I went, fuck it. I'm so sick of people asking, here you go. I have been, for the past year and a half, going through the comment section every single fucking day to prune out all the shit. All the racism, all the pointless stuff, all the insults, all the people coming in just to, like, you know, just spread the most heinous, yeah, racist, yeah, bigger bullshit. Also, as well, oh, yeah, whenever a new movie comes out, I also go in and prune out all the spoilers. You're welcome. You know, I'm sick of doing that because it's an hour and a half of my day where I oh, spend God. looking at people calling me a shithead, and I'm done. Yeah, I don't I mean, want to do it. It's draining to my mental health, and it's making me not enjoy making content anymore. And, uh, yeah, and exactly, and like, if you're not enjoying making content and not enjoying reading comments and things, it's gonna impact the quality of your work. Yeah, and I'm so pissed off that this is a thing I have to do because YouTube is floating the idea of maybe demonetizing entire channels if the comments on there channel aren't very good or like the people who are leaving stuff that is like yeah and that's the thing that are like again like people don't really seem to grasp is as you say people leaving vile comments can now actually demonetize your channel like so when people are going why can't i shit post in your comment section you go because i won't get any money out of the work i do anymore if you do yeah and that's not a thing that's been confirmed yet, but obviously the fact they'd even suggest it as an idea is terrifying. Yeah, because given... a, a lot of these ideas from YouTube never make it into fruition, but the idea that if it does, it can just shut down your entire fucking career. Yeah, it puts the, like, that could like, end my career overnight. Yeah, Because all you, you need three, three strikes, channels deleted, lose all my videos. Done. Ended. That's it. And if you've obviously got a dedicated enough person, if that thing ever came in, could end my channel overnight if they really wanted to. Yeah, yeah, And obviously that's something that, again, is a huge worry, which really weighs on you mentally. Oh, God, yeah. you've got to think, as you go through, like, any day now, they could just implement a system that completely fucks me over Mm -hmm. and puts me out of a job and puts my friend out of a job and now my other friend out of a job (laughs) and potentially you out of a job as well. It's like, oh, God, no. I know you're my friend, but you're in the video as well. Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, of course. It's like, oh, God. And that's the thing, like, obviously... I wouldn't say people shouldn't have to deal with, but it's not something you were really... I ever anticipated when I said, let's make a channel where we talk about cool, fun facts. Yeah, let's just have a laugh and talk about fun, cool facts. I oh, didn't wait, expect to be spending... My entire channel is being ripped down because people can't respect the comments. Yeah, I have to spend an hour every day just reading stuff, calling me a shithead, and just the N-word over and over again. Oh. This is not fun anymore. So I just went in said, fuck it, turn them all back on, and just banned every single word that could potentially be seen as offensive. So I went into Wikipedia and looked at the list of slurs. Oh, God. And, and the fact every you si- have to do that, and the fact that there's no system on YouTube's end to do that. Yeah, there's no, autom- there's no automatic like filter for that kind no. of thing. And so I did that, be- and you know what? And now I'll never moderate them again. And if there is any shit in there, or if people get spoiled on Endgame or whatever, or the next film that comes out, I don't care. Because I've just so... Just but guess what, burned Carl? out on that. What? Detective Pikachu has a Pikachu in it. 
There we go. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> and I think one last thing about that though, but I, again, it really, really got to me. Is after I was getting, I got badgered about it so much. I just came out like, look, the reason I'm doing it is, it's really affecting my mental health. This is, it's not good for me. I don't feel like myself yeah, anymore. Yeah, and it's starting, to, it's starting to come into the videos. Like there were videos that I was watching back when I could see that I'm putting it on, that I'm faking it, and I don't want that. No, so of I always not. said to myself, the day that I stop enjoying making videos, the day I stop making them, mm-hmm. and I could start to see that slipping in. And yeah, I said that. And- that's the thing is, as I said, you don't want it to affect your work because then it won't be enjoyable for other people to watch. Yeah. And what I did, I put that and I was thinking, I hope this is the fucking end of it. I, I have, this is the, this is the reason and I'm hoping people will be like, fair enough. And I got a guy who messed me saying, well, I, not to be one to criticise Carl, but if you'd have just been open about that in a video, maybe the response wouldn't have been as vitriolic. And I was like, what? fuck you. I was like, fuck you, dude. Oh, fucking hell. How dare... Like, Carl, maybe if you just, like, you know, just bared your soul in a video. A, yeah, that's supposed I mean... To be like, supposedly fun facts. Yeah, a fun video just, like, in the middle. Oh, by the way, here's all the shit that I'm going through right now. Yeah, I'm borderline depressed having to deal with, like, you know, the racism in the comment section that is inexplicably erupting as a result of videos I make about Marvel movies. Oh, God. And I was like, fuck you, dude. Like, that's that. I think that hit me harder than any of them. Yeah. That's <laughs> just, cool. It was just like, yeah, you know, Carl, I, know, I understand you're going through a lot, but why didn't you talk about it publicly? Because it's not something, it's that's something you want to deal with. That's not what people do. And also, as well, it's not your fucking business. No, and I've it's only not. made it your business. And the fact that you, you had wouldn't to leave me. Get to the point where you even had to say that publicly in the first place yeah. is just non. It's crazy. And now I'm like, I don't care. And so I took, that t- I took that two-week break and I went, this is great. Not interacting, so I'm really sorry to like the people who did enjoy it. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm burned out. Like, Twitch is probably the closest you're going to get because obviously that's live. Yeah, not, yeah, like, there's, I can react to I can react to that on the day as opposed to like having to go through it after the fact. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's not ideal, man. We are, I'm hoping you're looking forward to getting into YouTube. I know, yeah. This is <laughs> so a, a lovely feet- little pep talk from Carl today. No, yeah, it only took a year for me to get sick of it. <laughs> only a year. Not too bad, eh? And to think I was originally going to be a teacher and I didn't become a teacher because I heard there was a 10-year burnout time for teachers before they set, well, sat down. And like, now you've gone, fuck oh, this. this. This one-year burnout time is much better. <laughs> now I'm in a career where people burn out after two years. Oh, we'll be fine. So, so think about that, though. Have you had any feedback yet? Have you had any negative comments? You must have had some. Uh, not yet. Um, I've not, not yet. Not had that many actual views on my my channel yet. So I've only got the one video, and I think it's um a few quite good and constructive comments in there. Well, that's the, originally you will get that. Yeah, Just exactly. Just give it time. I'm, I'm give hoping. Give it time. I've got to nurture that comment section so I get pet yeah, rats. Yeah, you do. You got, you've got pet. <laughs> what about if I don't like rats? What about if I don't like rat shit in my front room? You've got to have it. What about, if I'm, what about if I'm allergic? You've got to have either vile sewer rat shit in your living room or just nice pet rat shit in your living room. There's no choice, is there? You have to have these rats. Yeah. So you start this YouTube channel, here's, here's your box of rats. Not to say that any, like, all viewers are compared to rats. Just no, the, no. Uh, the fact that someone would use that as a comparison, as a metaphor yeah, and, for the comments. thing as well. A, a metaphor they thought worked and yeah. thought would convince me 
I just remember in my head the moment I read it, that moment in Friends where just Paul Rudd looks at Phoebe and just says, you know what, Phoebe, maybe we shouldn't let the box of rats ruin our lives. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that and went, yeah, Paul Rudd, you got my back. You know what, though? In my like, head. Can you imagine someone on YouTube going and talking to the community and being like, oh, hey, guys, I love you bunch of rats. <laughs> you lovely pet rats. You're the my fucking, pet rat. Oh, the back Just the audacity. So I've clarified it many times before, but the comment section is uh, less than a fraction of a percent of the viewership. It's like less than a, not even a half a percent of people who watch videos interact with them in any meaningful manner. Yeah, that's like, the thing is, the majority of your viewership will just go, oh, I like Carl, I might subscribe, I'll just watch videos, I won't leave a yeah. comment, I won't like, I won't dislike. Just, I mean, even me who is on YouTube, I'd say every single day, I still mostly don't interact with the videos. Oh yeah, not many people do. It's the 99% rule. Yeah. 1% of people roughly create everything, 99% of people view it. Mm-hmm. And of that 99%, like 1% of them again, even bother to interact with it. It's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. it's weird because I've explained multiple times, I've checked the metrics for it as well, where like the comment section is almost entirely valueless at a certain point. Mm-hmm. So obviously for feedback for stuff when we did it initially to find a voice for the channel and a style. No, exactly. Like when you're in a situation like mine where you get a, a few comments on a video and they are like constructive and having an actual conversation, but then those people tend to like die down after a little while or just get yeah. drowned out by the the other noise. Yeah, it's, but once we settled into a style, because mm-hmm. the actual style of videos probably won't change now ever. Yeah, Unless, yeah. obviously, there's a dramatic shift in the way YouTube works. There's not really much constructive feedback we can get beyond I liked this episode. Yeah, of course. Which we, which the viewer numbers will tell us. So if obviously an episode doesn't do very well, we can surmise from that either it's not a topic people are interested in. Yeah, or it didn't yeah. obviously just like um, engage with people as much as we thought it would. It's like viewer numbers alone tell us more than enough about the content. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right? All it really is, it's like a, it's like a holding pen for people so they don't spill out onto my own social media, which is what happened when I tried to shut it down. Oh, which right, yeah, very, yeah. Which is very unfortunate. And then, of course, uh, like, that can have, as you've pointed out this episode, like, a, a knock-on effect of other people you know. Oh, yeah, and it's, that's the thing. That's what weighs on me the most. Because I would, if it was just me, I wouldn't give a shit. Because when yeah, I used yeah. to write back in the day, and it was just me, I didn't care about negative feedback. It's like, I still got paid. Mm-hmm. I had that mentality of like once like when I got like a, a harassing email or like oh you're a shit writer or so well, I still I got paid for it yeah <laughs> so more more fool the people who paid me but now obviously it's when I see stuff like this, it's other people's livelihood yeah yeah and the the people who've like put their faith in me, like Brad and yourself they've done so knowing that I am deliberately going to book the trends of YouTube mm-hmm. and like online content creation. And actively turn down opportunities to make money, so it puts me in an even more tenuous position. Don't worry, Carl. We'll overrule you one day. Oh yeah, you'll all rise up. <laughs> Once I get enough staff, big wangers in the takeover. Oh god, wait. yeah. It's, I hope it's like a level of Def Jam as well, <laughs> where you guys got to like get to the final boss. It's just me in my office, and I'm just stood there like Snoop Dogg. No, you know what? Just dressed with a big pimp hat on. Like one day we're you just know gonna what? like take you down to London, get you a uh, get you in the tube, and just have like. The fight in um, like the, the subway uh, terminal. I would be like, you know what? Fucking bring it on. I will do that. <laughs> I will, you know what? If it gets to the point where I'm sick of YouTube and I want to, like, you know, sack it all off, 
I will give the people I have as editors and working on my channel at the time the opportunity to fight me for it. You know what, Carl? I'll fight you on Smash for it. <laughs> because I think by that point, I think by that point, I'll be so annoyed that I'll just be like, you know what? No, this it's is too cool, baby. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down swinging. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm going down, I'm going down swinging. <laughs> the thing is, I don't have to be on YouTube no more. I don't care about my face. Your face, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put. The thing is, I have to make sure I don't give you a cool scar. So if I give you a cool scar, I'll just give you more character. Give me like I've got the to make sure. I, I, yeah, I can't give you that one. I will have to make sure I just like fuck up your face just enough. Where if you make videos, you'll get a comment about it every time. <laughs> so how do you like that? Try and make videos with no face. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> I like that idea though. Just when I quit the channel, don't hand it over to someone. Like make me like fight me. One v one me in Smash for the channel. I'll do it, Carl. The, the final video is just 1v1 in Smash for the entire channel. <laughs> you know, well, that, <laughs> that's get... what you should do anytime someone tries to buy you over. Oh, when they want to do a sponsor spot. I'll tell you what, I'll do a 30-second sponsor spot if you beat me in Smash. <laughs> Think, that's actually a good idea, though, because if someone actually took me up on that offer and beat me, I would be like, I would say that in the video. I'd be like, they beat me at Smash, so I'd have to do a 30-second plug. And I reckon that would actually be pretty funny. It would be, That's a unique fair. way of doing it, yeah. And I would be interested in checking out any product where the guy advertising it said the product manager or like the media guy beat me at Smash Bros. <laughs> so did you see that thing the other day? I think it happened yesterday, in fact. Um, an amateur MMA fighter was on Twitter. It's like Vita Coca, I think it's the brand. And it's a Coca, it's coconut water. Oh, and right, they tweeted okay. out a thing, just a, a fun fact for the day. Yeah, yeah. And this amateur MMA fighter tweeted back, it's like, oh, did you know, though, that your water tastes like piss? <laughs> and the media managers tweeted back, like, we're really sorry about that. And he goes, I don't care if you're sorry. Um, I'd rather drink a jar of piss than drink your product. <laughs> and the social media manager, like, 10 minutes later, tweeted back a picture of them holding a jar with their logo on it next to a toilet with just the word address question mark on it. Oh, man. You can look it up, it's true. And they confirmed later on that they actually pissed in the jar. Oh, no. And they were going to send it to oh, the guy. <laughs> and the best thing is, like, Google it right now. You're on your computer, are you? Oh, my, my keyboard's, like, far away. I can All right, fair enough. Right, look it up on your phone. Just type in, like, coconut water, pee jar or something. And just look at the smug look on the girl's face who's there like, yeah, I'm going to get either fired or promoted for this. Because that's, like, the most viral tweet the brand has ever done. And it's obviously got on a shit ton of free um, advertising. Yeah. I mean, if you're making me Google coconut water pee jar and something good doesn't turn up. Well, that's the thing. I've not thought about coconut. I don't drink it. But the fact I saw that immediately made me go, wait, what? Because there's there's two schools of thought about this. There's either a a pushback. So it's like brands aren't people. They're not your friends. But at the same time, I kind of love it when like Wendy's tells people to go fuck themselves. (laughs) Just the idea of seeing a person do a take so bad they get dunked on by a fucking... Like brand, they get dunked on by an entire restaurant at once. Like that—that that shit to me is hilarious. I mean, so I've just—I've just, uh, just found the picture. Yeah, it's like oh, how God. smug does she look? <laughs> like that it's is so that good. Is the smugness right there. When she knows I'm either getting a promotion or fired. Either way, it's my <laughs> last day in this office. You know what? I think she got both. 
<laughs> she got it's fired. Fact- then they saw the reaction and they were like, oh, no, no. And then, <laughs> then brought her back in at like, double wage. It's that thing, man. It's fucking brilliant. And I'm actually going to use that as an idea. Next time I get approached for like, I'm going to start doing shit like that. I'm going to ask them. I'll do your plug if you can beat me in Smash. <laughs> I'd love that if you'd... What is more, if I put that in a, I think if I put that in a video, one, it'd be funny, and we could even record the match of Smash. Yeah, yeah. I could record the match and be like, no, I'm playing for my fans. You know I'm what, playing Carl, for that. I want to sponsor one of your videos. <laughs> and play me in Smash. That's a good idea. Come I might try me. that. That's actually a really, really like novel way. And similar to that example you said, it's novel enough where it would attract people's attention just because it's so like, out of left field. Yeah, yeah. And I'm genuinely going to consider that the next time I get a, a message from a sponsor, <laughs> like 1v1 me and Smash for it. But we've been going on for two hours now. We have I feel been, like yeah. that's a good enough time to end because you've got to get to work soon, haven't you? I do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's no worries. Um, so before we close off, as per usual, Mr. Lucas, would you like to advertise anything for the people listening at home? Yeah, of course. So, as usual, um, I will always like to plug my upcoming YouTube channel. It's called Legend of Kanto. Um, Legend of Kanto. As I said, I am in the... Well, now we know, though, the only Legend of Kanto is Arcanine. Oh, God, yeah. The only, <laughs> the legend, only legend of Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, you're the Legend God of Kanto. Not even God can okay. be him, <laughs> Arceus exists, but fuck it. <laughs> there is a Does god, everyone... and he's still not as legendary as Arcanine. Is everyone in red and blue? Like, is up and... When was Arceus um, revealed? What game? So, Gen 4, which was like Diamond, so, Pearl, Platinum. And Arceus is the god of Pokemon, correct? Uh, that is what is insinuated, yeah. Does that mean that every generation before that, all the characters are atheists because they don't believe in Arceus? <laughs> and that's why it doesn't exist yet? I mean, I you guess know what? so. I that's guess next... three regions are all atheists. You know what? That's next week. <laughs> That's next week. We'll talk about it later. But so, uh, yeah, yeah well, hopefully uh, I'll have a little um, kind of reaction review video of this Mario Maker 2 Direct going up um, there we by go. the time you hear this. So if it's not there, I've fucked something up. There we go. You probably went to watch another thing and got drunk. I did. It's fine. It's okay. As per usual, I'd just like to say thank you for listening and check out my channel if you want to. Go watch Fire Fiend. Yeah, we'll speak to everyone next week. Yeah. Bye. Thank you.